0: Boy, oh, boy, oh, howdy, Bob. Oh, 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 boy. Oh, whoa, whoa. Oh, bouncers. Oh, 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 oh. hello. Good golly, Ms. Molly, me. (laughs) How are we doing today, everybody? How is everybody doing? Welcome to the Wolf Den podcast. How are you? Me? How is everyone? I thought you were doing that from the bathroom. Oh, I'm just yelling in the bathroom. (laughs) 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 There's concerns for my health here in the apartment. (laughs) Yeah. How are you? Uh, will? I noticed you're being festive today. Ah uh, well, you know, it is it is the the high holy day, uh for our culture. As as he walks away <laughs> to go tend to his roommate who thinks he's No, I actually from the went bathroom. to go turn the air conditioning on cuz it is it's hot. Yeah, I, I have the fan on. It's getting hotter and I don't like it, especially uh, when I'm like wearing my Mark Echo Boba Fett hoodie. It supposed to be it was I thought it was supposed to be a second ice age. What's going on? hurry yeah, up with that seriously climate <laughs> climate change is failing us <laughs> so it's the hot, what do we do on this holy day will uh how do we celebrate i got you know that's a very good question i watched the hasbro pulse um live stream of all the new figures they're gonna release not impressed i didn't know <laughs> they that don't like it any at all, all. They, they do it every you know every few months not a not a good batch, which is ironic because today is the debut of the bad batch. Which it sure is okay. wait, you're not gonna believe this. We've talked about it on the show before how my daughter will grab the Apple TV remote and just start buying things. Yes. She hit the right combination of buttons to start the bad batch by herself. I thought you were gonna say she she uh downloaded <laughs> Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> Which you can get, uh, your, you can get the yes. fourth character of, of from the Bad Batch in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes today, right now. Yeah. Go, go ahead, everybody. The hashtags. Go do that. Hashtags sponsored by EA. Yeah. Or we were at one point. <laughs> um, I didn't do anything for Star Wars Day. I slept all day.
1: Besides I literally
0: post that I, ad. I, I put this shirt on and I watched that live stream. Uh, and then I remembered we had a show to do, so I figured get festive. I got my Poe Dameron helmet, which you saw, my hoodie that I'm going to take off because it's hot in this room. Uh, the co- the I, of co- course, have I mean? I, I mean, have my Star Wars mug that I always drink. You put a lot of effort into this, but the commitment isn't there because you're not wearing the helmet. I thought i got it. Like, how <laughs> am I going to wear the helmet and the headphones at the same? You time? You would have to do it all for the whole show. Yeah. Anyway. I'm glad we're all here and having a great Star Wars Day. Yes. Happy May 4th, everybody. Happy, uh Happy May 4th. Leo De Joker. thank you for the prime subscription and the Z4M4. Thank you for the five months. May the fourth be with you, my favorite bros. Aw, thank you. Aww. Uh all right. So uh <laughs> the biggest news that <laughs> happened this past week is the stupid Epic versus Apple uh lawsuit. It actually I- broke a lot of news about the gaming industry as a whole. Yeah, so like we knew this was going to be like a big news story going into it because it's one of the biggest companies in the gaming industry going up against one of the biggest companies, period, maybe the biggest company. Um but what happened was the past two days have just been, you know, one leak after the other about like all this other crap that happens within the gaming industry as a whole—that like we didn't really know about, or like if we had our suspicions of—and like kind of got confirmed uh, through these uh, leaks and depositions and whatnot. So yeah. we have a list of a bunch of them that I think are the most interesting. There, there's there's some there's some juicy inside info that makes a lot of companies look very bad <laughs> yes <laughs> um but it's the top of the month it is so, the top so we of the can't, month we can't talk about it just yet we have to no very important talk about the playstation plus and xbox uh live games with gold for the month. Of that's May. right friends uh if you are subscribed to either playstation plus or xbox live uh, gold. Uh, they give you free games uh, as long as you stay subscribed to them. And we're going to tell you what those games are just as soon as the PlayStation blog website loads on my damn computer. You also got to put Game Pass when we do this because there, uh, there is a Game Pass for me. Yeah. I don't know. If my computer does anything, I'll don't worry, fast. Will. It, ha- it worked for me. We got, for PlayStation 5, we got Wreckfest. Drive hard, die last. <laughs> Sounds sick, dude. PlayStation 4, we got Battlefield 5. That's the World War I one. That's the World War II one. That's the World War... Because Battlefield 1 was the World War Right, 1. yes, 1. I knew that. Battlefield 5 was World War II. Mm-hmm. I didn't even, I didn't know that. Yeah. Standard Deep is also for PlayStation 4. It's a dude with a with a pipe hitting a, a tentacle. <laughs> yeah. That's the game. Let me see what Standard Deep is. Is this agoraphobia? What is what is it when you're afraid of the water? Aquaphobia? No, like like deep sea stuff. Oh, I have no idea. I don't know. But this is this that's what this game looks like. Yeah. Or it looks like looks like a, a it looks like you're just stranded on a desert island. You're, you're Tom Hanks. Uh, Thal- Thalassophobia? Okay, that's what this is. Did it work for you? You having problems? No, it's okay. happening. The PlayStation blog isn't loading. Oh well. well there you go. Well, that's all mm. we 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 did it already. Anyway, <laughs> so these games are available starting today, uh, and will be available throughout the rest of May up until. The first Tuesday in June i I pretty sure did did they announce the next battlefield already because they teased it they they teased it they didn't announce what it was they didn't announce what random number it's gonna be they didn't announce um when it's gonna take place mm. yeah so uh they're giving us this because it will be very soon out of date yes mm-hmm. okay so there's there's that over on Xbox. Which uh, is poor, poor games with gold. (laughs) So on the Xbox One, from May 1st to the 30th, you get Armello. Cool. Never heard of. Uh, From May 16th to June 15th, you get Dungeons 3. Never heard of. Mm -hmm. Uh, On the Xbox 360, which you can play on your Xbox One and Series X through backwards compatibility... Uh from May 1st to the 15th you get the first Lego Batman and okay. from May 16th to the 31st you get Tropico 4. Uh Armello Uh I got to confuse the game called Chariot cuz it has the exact same logo. Oh does it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, it's not an exact same but it's very similar. Look look at the look at these two logos. Look at that. Oh, yeah, I can't unclick it. It looks very similar, uh yeah, but it's not uh it looks like an r t s type deal not not about it yeah uh i I have first hand experience with Lego Batman um it's good. It's, a, it's your standard lego game um fun fact it is the first Lego game to have a wholly original story. oh, it's not based on any particular. Uh I mean it's based on Batman, obviously, but it's not based on any particular pre existing Batman story. Uh Tropical 4 is a pretty big deal. People love the Tropico series. Yeah, Tropico's is uh, like a cult classic series. People people are into Tropical. Oh, but we're on to five already. No. We're on to six. Jeez. So you got Well, two two ago is the Tropical that you got. Well, to be fair, this is a three sixty game. So that's dumb. Uh, yeah. This is a poor showing from, from all around uh, Yeah But we have Game Pass If you have Game Pass I did throw the Game Pass Yeah It's uh, right underneath the link for I, I, I have it right Games of Gold yeah. um, Just Cause 4 Reloaded Uh, Are we on 5? No 4 is the last one right? 4 is the last one yeah Outlast 2? Two? 2 Okay Psychonauts uh, Psychonauts Red Dead Online just, So just the online Just the online Oh, is Which I'm surprised I thought that was free Is it the new online? The new Red Dead? It's whatever came With Red Dead 2 Yeah Okay And then that spun off Into its own thing Okay right. Uh That's what I'm asking you I have no idea I think I think I think that's right Uh Steep That's Ubisoft's Like uh yes. like Like snowboarding game Or Yeah or, or winter extreme sports game <laughs> Yeah Uh this t- <laughs> that, that is, <laughs> I don't know what that game is. Soccer? It's uh, some soccer. It's, yeah. It is soccer. It, it is soccer. It's FIFA 21. Okay. But e- they could have e- put the words FIFA. EA yelling. <laughs> That's what game this is. Yeah. Dragon Quest Builders 2. A lot of people love that game. Yeah, So you can get it on Game Pass. Final Fantasy uh, 10 and 10-2. Remnant 2. From the ashes. Cool. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So better showing. Yeah, I mean, Game Pass is Game Pass has been crushing it, while uh, the free offerings from the online services has been not crushing it. Because I guess that's what the the whole thing with Game Pass is—the games that you get with it. So, like, they're putting a lot of effort into it. This is just—I feel like this is just an off month for PlayStation Plus because they've had some good months within the last within the year of twenty twenty one, Microsoft just clearly is moving up moving all their focus to Game Pass. Right. And at, at this point it feels like they're giving away games with gold out of obligation. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean a few weeks ago they wanted it and it seemed like they wanted to end it all and then they, they, yeah. they got forced to keep going. Um <laughs> even in terms of game pass, this isn't like amazing. This is this is just it's okay. Like people are gonna like Dragon yeah. quest builders too steep i've always wanted to try um yeah I, still, I don't know if i will um and just cause four is a fun little game to, to mess around in so yeah uh i should note that leaving game pass this month because games do leave game pass oh, leaving no. game pass this month it would will be alan wake battle fleet gothic armada 2 uh, Dungeon of the Endless Final Fantasy IX Hotline Miami and Plebe Quest the Crusade Okay make sure you play F- F- Plebe Quest the Crusades Everybody <laughs> Before you run out of time Yeah Alright so that's all the free games You can get this month on your consoles Yeah Buckaroos Hmm. Um we got what do we got here we got Smalls out with five months I wish I had something witty to say but keep up the great work Wolf Bros well thanks thank you for the prime subscription thank you and razzle jazzle with 100 bits may the 4th be with you Wolf Bros I finished the Bad Batch premiere about 10 minutes before the podcast started looking forward to the rest of the series nice did you watch it at all I did not I
1: I, <sighs> I am so I behind on any
0: my... Star Wars animated anything yeah, exactly, and I I feel like all the Star Wars animated stuff like ties into each other, so I I have to just start at the beginning of Clone Wars. I've seen the movie, and I got to start at the beginning of the show and just power through. Mm-hmm. I got, I, got, I don't have enough time. I finally started watching Voltron on Netflix again. I forgot how much <laughs> I love that show. <laughs> um, when I'm done with that, maybe. Did you watch Etch, did you watch SSS Gridman at all? I no, interested in that. I am interested in that. Is it? I didn't. like it. it was, I, it's on something. It's on two different services. One is in English. One is the, one is in Japanese. I watched it on Funimation. Is that the like like one in English? I think it was in English. Okay. Um. I didn't. I didn't like it. I got. It yeah, because I want to check that out. Um, Kate, thank you for the Hundo bits. I wore my Star Wars shirt today without even realizing it was May the Fourth. LOL, my subconscious knew. It was it was your, your yeah. It was it, it was your was the Force. It yeah. was yeah, yeah. <laughs> Metaglorians are canon. People accept it. <laughs> um. All right, now we got to break down Apple versus uh, Epic. Yeah. Did you see that it's it's they've been streaming just the audio live on the Game Awards Twitch account? Have you seen that? Really? Nice. No, I saw. Apparently, there's a Discord feed for it that's been streaming it. The, I didn't put it. In, I didn't case? put it in here. Why yeah, would it be on Discord. Oh, because only... is it audio only? That would make sense. I, yeah. It might be. I did see that people like within. I didn't put it in the notes, but um, when they were first trying to get the live stream set up, people were just spamming like crap in the chat like mm-hmm. free fortnite fuck you apple and things like that <laughs> i I saw, I saw an article that said that the it started off with people with kids just yelling their like youtube handles like yeah fortnite kids all right well anyway uh all right how do we how do we tackle this will uh <laughs> should we just go down the list of, of what like, news that broke from from the case yeah, yeah, and if we well, wanna, uh, let's back up. Let's tell okay. everybody what this court case is even about. So, okay. uh, so uh, uh, many moons ago, um, Epic decided to, uh, in, in some weird sort of like uh, like rebellious act, they decided to uh, circumvent um, Apple's own uh, baked in microtransaction system. Uh, because Apple takes a cut of the microtransactions that you Apple takes a thirty percent cut of all App Store purchases, and that includes of uh, microtransactions within the app you already downloaded. So anything you bought through the Fortnite app, Apple gets thirty percent, and it's been like that since the App Store launched. Yeah, so in it, in it, some weird rebellious move one day. Uh... Epic just decided uh, they pushed out an update uh, on for for Fortnite on the uh, iOS App Store, so that y- y- it completely circumvents that thirty percent cut, which is obviously uh, uh, a bre- a breach of contract and uh, and uh, yeah. against the terms of service of the App Store. So Apple immediately removed Fortnite from the well, actually not immediately; it was up for like a while. Um, yeah, and then. Uh, uh apple removed it from from the app store they also did the same thing on the google play store yes um which is weird because google is a little bit more lenient with things like that (laughs) right so uh lawsuit ensued (laughs) basically basically Uh, like epic knew they were apple was gonna do that and as soon as apple did that they announced they were suing apple yeah they they, (laughs) all the proper court documents filed and everything epic had this big elaborate video about their big rebellious act uh ready to go because they knew apple was gonna take the game down or whatever epic is doing this um obviously they don't like they're one of they're probably the biggest game on the app store uh they didn't like that the the amount that apple takes out of it and they're using this as a way they're like we're the biggest game that could we're the big we're the biggest company that can take this hit we can afford yeah. to lose this you know market share so we're gonna do it for all of the other small creators who who could benefit from having uh a little more of a percentage of 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 the of the money um epic on their own app store on pc where do they take 10 percent. we learned or 12 or 12 percent they take like yeah they take a significantly less of of a cut uh than than apple does uh so epic is like framing this like they're fighting for the little guy which i yeah it's partly true but uh at at, you know what a lot of these court documents that a lot of these things that come out make it make epic look great compared to everybody else (laughs) so um uh I I still think it's like, you know, big company versus big company, like big evil corporation versus big evil corporation, but I yeah. do think that somebody had to uh if this is a problem that a lot of developers didn't didn't like, if this is a problem that a lot of developers had against Apple, then somebody had to do something about it. And Yeah, this was going to happen eventually. Epic just decided they were going to be the ones to pull the trigger. Yes. Uh, which which i uh, competition's good? I, I don't think yeah. anything bad could come of this for us consumers. The only bad thing is that if you were a Fortnite fan and you happen to play on iOS, you you yeah. can't, and you haven't been able to since this freaking thing started. And you know what? It's probably good that you don't play Fortnite on your iPhone. Get a goddamn console. <laughs> um. All right, did we explain that correctly enough? I think so. Uh, Edward says that it's still in the Google store for some reason. Well uh, oh, they got no qualms against Google. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe they decided to comply. Um. Alright. Well the first thing here is Epic sent eleven point six million dollars on free games. Yeah. They they spent Yeah, there's it's they spent a total because, you know, Epic gives away free games every month as well. Mm-hmm. And you know, those are not free. Somebody has to pay for them. Epic pays for them. And in total, they paid over $11.6 million to get the rights to give these games away for free. And this article, The Verge has done like a really good job of like breaking down like every single thing that's been happening in this court case. I didn't right. put every single thing, obviously. Um, but here they actually have a chart of how much they actually paid to get each game some game it it varies from game to game obviously like it was 1.5 million dollars to give away the arkham trilogy damn they had to pay they paid warner brothers 1.5 million dollars to give away the arkham trilogy uh super meat boy when they gave that away for free they only paid fifty thousand (laughs) dollars poor super meat boy i know I mean I get Uh, it Everybody's playing that game already (laughs) I know No 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 one's getting the Epic Store for Super Meat Boy Yeah Celeste They have Celeste on here I can't understand this chart at all Uh, It's weird because there's entitlements And then there's buyout price And I don't know Uh, Okay Okay, $750,000 for the buyout price Buyout price is what they actually paid Okay yeah, is entitlements the download? No, and uh, maybe. We're, we're focused mostly on the buyout price. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Subnautica made one point four million. Super Meat Boys right into that with fifty thousand. World of Goo only made fifty thousand. Fort Rhyme made forty five thousand. Oh, Rhyme, you gotta negotiate better, dude. Check this out at the bottom. Mm-hmm. metro 2033 redux zero the hell happened there they didn't i i have no idea
1: <laughs>
0: i guess they didn't they didn't pay for uh, deep silver's just like just fucking take metro <laughs> not even I- the good one <laughs> Epic, I mean, through these court documents, we see that Epic is they they package deals together. So this might yeah. have been part of a bigger deal with with uh, with Epic Games. Probably. Um, I'm trying to see if okay, it was published by THQ. I'm trying to see if maybe like used oh Unreal Engine no 4, yeah. 4A Engine. It's its own 4A engine. Was, four yeah, four A is the original developer. Yeah, it's their own engine for that game so yeah yeah, it doesn't make any sense Hmm. so it's also good to note uh epic games they make the unreal engine which a a lot of games run on so i know that the arkham series runs on unreal 3 epic is a big like you know corporation that they're they're like a huge deal in the gaming industry um yeah so a lot of games run on that Unreal Engine. If you're an indie developer or you at home, you could just download Unreal and start tooling around with it and start making games and, and yeah. you don't have to pay them a dime until you get to a certain point. If you start making a certain amount of money off your game, Epic wants a cash in. Um yeah. so there could be some deals like that going on here. Like maybe Epic was like, you don't have to renew your Epic you don't have to renew your Unreal license, instead just give us uh metro redux or whatever. Yeah. Maybe that was like a THQ thing. I don't know. Anyway, what's this what's this chart on the right? Uh Hold on. Oh, it's my place. Are you, are you watching the bad batch on your other monitor or something? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I I forgot another article and I put it in. Uh was it move average of ua cost and cumulative new accounts i don't know what ua cost means i think i think it's just to show i thought maybe this was like gonna show like this is how much we spent on on free games and this is how much new users we got because of it yeah uh, new accounts with UA costs. Yeah, I guess that's what that means. User, it seems about right. Uh, they're saying user acquisition is what UA usually that that makes stands for. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. So I mean, it looks like it paid off. It looks like they're yeah eleven million dollars in 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 games. It looks like it 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 paid off for them. They got a lot of new accounts. Well, I don't, uh, f- what? Oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. Finish what you were going to say. I was just I forgot what I was going to say. It wasn't well, important. What I was going to say was that actually ties into the next bullet point that we have. Okay. That Epic actually spent $1 billion, billion with a B, $1 billion on PC exclusives by 2019. Mm-hmm. So Oh, so not free games, games that not free games. These G- are games that launch exclusively on the Epic store, not steam or anywhere else so this is now i remember what i was gonna say like getting accounts is worth a lot for these companies these big corporations and i don't quite understand why it's worth a billion with a b dollars (laughs) but clearly it is because epic's been doing great yeah i I guess because it's Um, easier to serve people more stuff if you have their if you have them on your platform yeah. Anyway, continue. Uh it's it's not in this article, but they spent something like 115 million on Borderlands 3 alone. Ugh. And <laughs> yeah, they made that money back within the first month of its release. Wow. And then some. So like it was it was very profitable and a very good deal for them. I I knew Borderlands was a big game. I didn't know it was that big. Yeah. All right, so what's this article, Will? Uh, yeah, basically, just Epic spent a billion dollars on PC exclusives. I mean, is that really all you, any more you need to know about? Well, why that? is this even relevant to the court case? Why is any of this relevant to the court case? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I think it's not so much that it's relevant to the. There's a lot of shit in this court case. I didn't put this in, but Tim Sweeney got on the stand and had to identify a PlayStation (laughs) five. Could he do it? (laughs) He could do it. Like a lot of this is, I don't understand why any of this is relevant to the court case of trying to show that Apple has a monopoly of selling products, selling apps on their own device. Mm -hmm. I think this is interesting because it gives you an idea of just what Epic is doing in order to put their foot in the door of the pc game market space you know right like what are they willing to do they are willing to spend a billion dollars to get exclusive games uh exploring the documents tantalizingly marked highly confidential attorney's eyes only <laughs> there emerges two imagined pathways into the epic games into the epic game store's future one an aggressive uh pursuit scenario the other a winding down scenario possibly suggesting the megacorp considered that the whole experiment might fail i mean yeah you need to have an exit strategy it makes sense yeah um oh assumptions scenarios assumptions number of exclusive deals uh aggressive pursuit model and then winding down model okay so that's if they if they decide that they needed to pull the parachute they yeah. could they could get out of it somehow okay so yeah basically that whole article is just they spent one billion dollar on exclusive games. Yeah. uh and for a while every time there was an exclusive game um people would go ah oh, epic ah yeah um Sony vehemently against cross play. Oh, this is the, this is the, like, I think the biggest news that came of that, or, or at least the one yeah, that, that really got is, me. Yeah. Uh, not only were they against it, but, uh, they, they take a, they take a cut of any so, like cross play. I want to give some backstory to this. Cause I feel yeah. like this very quickly got glossed over and got lost f- for people. Crossplay mm-hmm. on on online games between consoles was not a thing ever until 2019. Until yes. this, until until Fortnite got PlayStation and 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 Xbox and Nintendo to to go on board. It yeah. wasn't until Fortnite. I mean, there were some games that had cross there were platform some play, games that had crossplay. It was play, very like- rare. You can do console to computer, that was always a thing, mm-hmm. but you started to see uh, not just console to computer, but like games like Rocket League, Fortnite, Minecraft were allowing Switch players to play against Xbox players. Right. But which even was unheard console of. to PC was was very rare. Yeah. It was becoming that was becoming more common, but the fact that you could play from between Switch and Xbox players was unheard of. Right. And actually quite revolutionary. And, and everybody so, was he, talking about wanting to do it. All these companies are talking yeah. about wanting to do it, but the only the the, the big the hurdle was Playstation was, was yes. everybody it was all rumored that Playstation was stonewalling it. Um yeah. and Basically, cross-platform play wasn't a thing until it happened in Fortnite. Fort, yeah, I guess Fortnite was so big at the time that they strong-armed PlayStation into playing ball, and that basically news, that news didn't drop until Fortnite dropped on the Nintendo Switch at E3 in 2019. Yes. So that was the biggest news to come out of freaking E3 that year, and yeah. um, it was it was it 2019 or 2018? You were there. I think I think it was 20. 20- it was the the one i think it was the one we went with Piscini. <laughs> that was 2018 oh that was 2018 yeah because 2019 uh was the last one that i went to and you weren't yes. there right no i was there for that you were there for that that one we did no, know i think it was, i think it was 2018 we could just easily look up when fortnite came out on the switch fortnite came out on the switch <laughs> But yeah. It, it, up no, until then it, cross it says, pl- it says it in the article 2018 okay yeah up until then cross platform play just wasn't a thing and then after that cross platform play immediately became an expectation for games it yeah. everybody just immediately expected i should be able to play this game if i'm playing on an xbox i should be able to play against people on playstation yeah, and uh because there were there was no real technical reason why they couldn't it was just the platformers the platform holder said yes or no and Correct. we saw microsoft saying yes and shockingly nintendo saying yes a lot more than sony was right and i think a lot of people because when they they play Fortnite on uh playstation they wanted to start playing on switch they couldn't transfer their stuff over right that was it that was it that was the big one that was what a lot of that's when a lot of people realized that you couldn't do that on PlayStation. PlayStation uh, allowed it to happen but they still had a lot of problems. That you can tell they weren't they were like very reluctant yeah. to to actually uh make it happen. There was a lot of debate whether yeah. or not it was Nintendo or Microsoft or Sony that was keeping cross-platform play from happening, but that yeah. the the way that PlayStation kind of ruined the cross-platform play in Fortnite um, it was pretty clear that they were the ones who were reluctant to even yeah. to have it happen. But anyway, now we have definitive proof that yeah. Sony's a bunch of pieces of shit, and they're the reasons why cross-platform play didn't happen for all these years. In the months leading up to Sony's decision to block Fortnite cross-play in 2018, Epic Games had pleaded with Sony to enable cross-play uh, emails in the Epic Games vs. Apple case reveal. Uh, I do, I can't think of a scenario where Epic doesn't get what we want. That <laughs> possibility went out the door when Fortnite became the biggest game on PlayStation," said uh, Joe Kreiner, Epic's uh, vice president of business development. Uh, Kreiner proposed we announced crossplay in conjunction with Kreiner proposed we announce crossplay in conjunction with Sony. Epic goes out of its way to make Sony look like heroes. Epic mm-hmm. even offered to brand its E3 presence with PlayStation or add unique characters exclusive to PS Plus subscribers to sweeten the deal. Let's make this a huge win for us all. Epic's not charging. Epic's not changing its mind on the issue. So let's just agree on it now, said Kreiner. So, so, uh, Sony didn't agree. So, so so, Epic was really desperate to get Sony on board because they, yes. were, they were the ones who weren't doing it. And yeah. And and from the sounds of the, of this email, Epic was was like like listen, we're big deals right now, and we're not we're not changing our mind. We want this, and we're gonna yeah. get it. Whether you give it to, like, <laughs> we're gonna take it from you. Just give us the cross platform play. I don't know how uh, they pulled it off because it, it from the from the email that Geo Corsi I, sends back, it doesn't yeah. sound like they want it to happen at all. Geo Corsi, senior, Sony Senior Director of Development Relations at the time, dismissed the idea, noting that cross-platform play is not a slam dunk no matter the size of the title, a clear reference to Epic's flex about Fortnite's dominance on PlayStation. As you know, many companies are exploring this idea and not a single one can explain how cross-console play improves the PlayStation business. And, and, and you know what? I can see I mean, it from the PlayStation perspective because PlayStation Four was the biggest console of, of the generation. Yes. So, why would you want cross-platform play when you're the ones on top? I think it was in the exactly, X. Yeah. I remember. I don't have any proof of this, but I remember in the Xbox 360 days, Xbox 360 in America at least was the big console, and Microsoft yes. didn't want cross-platform play because they're like, what, "What benefit do we have? We're already on top." Um. So I can understand from PlayStation's perspective why would they want cross-platform yeah. play? It just people are like for example, I I would when I would only you know back back in the day when I used to only get one console because I didn't have to make videos on them. I right. I would get the console that all my friends got because I wanted to be able to play with them. So mm-hmm. if you're the big console, of course it's going to benefit you to keep people in your ecosystem. Um Yeah. But uh they found uh they they, they I, I still don't understand how this series of emails turned into a uh, cross-platform play being allowed well there's two things you got to remember the first and the most obvious sony was publicly embarrassed into allowing cross-platform <laughs> play to happen i don't remember that <laughs> well, think about it nintendo again nintendo and microsoft <laughs> were allowing cross-platform play they made a minecraft commercial when minecraft lost on switch making a big deal about how you can play against xbox and nintendo and switch uh players that's true and and like there was a lot of bad pr and press about the whole thing so eventually sony just relented and said fine we'll allow it to happen but there's more to it than that according to this court document uh Sony apparently found a way to siphon money from its competitors in exchange for access to PlayStation players. The email correspondence does not reveal where the issue ultimately ended up, but a document entitled Cross-Platform Policy, Requirements, and Process from August 2019 after Sony's change reveals how Sony may now approach cross-play. A cross a cross-platform revenue share forcing publishers to pay Sony a royalty whenever PlayStation <laughs> players contribute more than a certain percentage to the bottom line Ugh. of a cross-platform game to offset the reduction in revenue from Sony-enabled cross-play. So, so I completely forgot that, like, uh, so so that was, that was Epic's plan here, was was Sony doesn't want to play along. They very clearly don't, don't want to play along. Geo Corsi is like, you've got to prove to us that this is beneficial to PlayStation or else we don't want anything to do with it. And Epic's like, yeah. fine, we'll prove it. And then they publicly shame <laughs> PlayStation for not playing along. That was their the, the ace up their sleeve. Yeah. and And it worked. And and, And it works. But here's PlayStation reluctantly being like, fine, we still want a shit ton of money from you. Yeah, so give us money whenever somebody plays on a different console. So so it looks like the the rev share, the way it works is uh, there needs to be a certain amount of PlayStation users playing with each other. That's what it looks like to me if the proportion of PSN revenue share divided by the PS4 gameplay share for a title is less than 0.85 in any given month the partner will pay Sony Interactive Entertainment a royalty to offset the reduction in revenue okay okay so it's does this game meaning Fortnite does Fortnite yeah. contribute to PlayStation Network signups yeah and it needs to reach a certain a certain percentage of signups and if it doesn't then this cross-platform gay uh, gay Then this cross- <laughs> cross-platform game owes Sony money. That's uh, uh, okay. I can see that from PlayStation's perspective. I can see that being uh, a huge a huge thing that they got. Gio Corsi has to bring this to the to the Japanese suits over there, and he's got to yeah. be like, hey. They want cross-platform play. And they're over there like, how does this make us any money? This is going to make us any money. Get yeah. the hell out of here. And then he has to... Then they get publicly shamed. And then he <laughs> has to... They have to propose this. Fine. This is how we can still make money, even doing cross-platform. And honestly, they're the big deal. Sony's the big deal. They need Sony. So yeah.
1: this
0: is, th- this is their terms. So... It's, it's yeah. still stupid uh, and 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 uh anti consumer, but I mean yeah. it's it's what they had to do in order to get the deal done. It's not so much anti consumer, it's anti competition. Cause like on our ends, we don't notice. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't notice that we didn't know this is what was happening until this court document. To us, we were, you know, it just like we were able to just play against you know our friends on other systems. Uh according to Tim Sweeney friend of the show because he liked one of my tweets uh <laughs> sony is the only platform holder to require compensation of any kind for crossplay. That that that's part of the competition though is that sony knows that they are needed in order to make this cross-platform thing happen yeah so uh so they're like give us money you need us let's make a deal yeah. you know this is this is the business this is the dirty grimy business stuff that we never should have seen as consumers uh but again it makes epic look great i don't and also this has nothing to do with epic versus apple i don't know why this is part of this at all i don't know either (laughs) i guess i guess all of these emails got put up as as uh as evidence and journalists just poured through all the emails and just ripped some some interesting stuff from it um, but yeah, I think this is, I, from what I've seen, I haven't seen much, but from what I've seen, this is the biggest deal, I think, I think to me is showing how dirty PlayStation was about cross-platform play. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting because according to the next article of Epic reveals, and this might be their most dam- damning thing, Epic reveals in, the, in a court document that PlayStation, not iOS, is Fortnite's biggest cash cow. Oh, interesting. Earlier this month, we learned that the iOS version of Fortnite was a huge revenue driver for Epic Games. The game earned more than $700 million from iOS customers over the course of two years before it was pulled by Apple, according to court documents it released ahead of Epic's trial against the, the iPhone maker. But even though iOS Fortnite players brought in a staggering amount of money for Epic, ios wasn't even the biggest platform in terms of revenue share for the game apparently it might have even been among the smallest court documents reveal that playstation 4 generated 46.8 percent of fortnite's total revenue from march 2018 to july 2020 while xbox one the second highest platform generated 27.5 percent ios ranked fifth with just seven percent of total revenue the remaining 18.7% would have been split between Android, Switch, and PC. I, I have a question. I have a question. Yes. yes. You-, you could play Fortnite for free. You don't have to get a PlayStation Plus account, right? Yes, correct. So, I was going to say, it seems like this contributed to a lot of PlayStation Plus signups. But, oh no, PlayStation Network. That's different than PlayStation Plus. PlayStation Network is just the overall you know, PlayStation internet infrastructure. Right, but the cross-play you... agreement says PlayStation Network. Uh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Well, remember, PlayStation oh, Network. PlayStation Network revenue. Yeah. So it's it's whatever they make. All, for, okay, so this includes microtransactions and stuff. I, I would say Epic's... Epic probably never had to pay anything for the cross-platform revenue share because they probably met a certain amount of, of uh, yeah um, they probably met th- enough people were buying stuff off of the PlayStation Network so that they didn't have to pay any penalties for this cross-platform revenue share I'm, I'm sure right. they were probably fine this seemed more like a safety net to them but this, this whole cross-platform revenue share is horrible for smaller companies yeah, it's so, probably so, totally like, fine for Epic, but terrible for anyone else who ever wants to do cross-platform stuff. Like Rocket League, this might be a problem with, right? Right. Rocket League's a big game, but you know, Psionics is not as big as Epic is, right? And 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 I don't. I think more people are playing that on a PC, probably. Yeah, it's it's not like Fortnite, where f- almost fifty percent are playing it on PlayStation. That's yeah. crazy. And that also explains why Epic was so gung-ho about getting PlayStation on board because that was their biggest cash cow. Where are we? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, that's the big takeaway from this article. Uh, iOS's low revenues compared to the other platforms may not be entirely surprising based on past comments from... Tim Sweeney, he said in a declaration that Fortnite on iOS represents 10% of the game's total average daily players in the two years from when oh. the game launched to when it was pulled. Uh, and Fortnite is considered to be a billion-dollar business all on its own. In 2019, reportedly brought in $1.8 billion in revenue all by itself. <laughs> so, so you know what this tells me? This tells me Epic didn't like Apple's business model. It wasn't even yeah. making that much money off of Apple's business model. And it was probably making Apple a decent chunk of money. And they were like, fuck them. Yeah. And now this is happening. So they Epic decided, f- from my perspective, not knowing much about this, it seemed like Epic was shooting themselves in the foot to try to help the industry as a whole. or Or because there was some yeah. weird spite that they had against apple but it seems more like they just didn't see a benefit in even being on ios at all and having apple take a a cut of like a big cut of their money so they were like fuck them we'll just we'll just pull it from the we don't like the way they're doing things we're going to show them why it's bad and then we'll sue the piss out of them that's yeah that's what it seemed like to me basically yeah so um but it is it, it, it also that this seems like a lot of work for for uh for for uh, f- for what seems like not much return <laughs> off of their end. It, 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 yeah. It, it 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 the motivation is interesting. I think Tim Sweeney is just really about this whole thing. He he thinks this. Yeah. He thinks that this is like gonna set a precedent for uh for you know future app stores. I guess. All right. What else? All right. Uh, Fortnite has plans for Samus Aran, The Rock, and other skins, according to internal uh, documents. Cool. So, the in the midst of all of this, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there there were plans to release, and it's not in this article, but in the court documents, there's concept art for the skins that they're they're planning for Fortnite, including Samus Aran, Naruto uh Katniss Everdeen, the bride from Kill Bill, Snake <laughs> Plissken, John McClane, and not mentioned in this article, but also LeBron James. <laughs> oh, what the hell? So so th- th- this article says looked into these Fortnite skins. Naruto? Oh my god, yeah. I didn't even th- that that, hit, that just hit me now. <laughs> <laughs> um this is like i said this is not none of this means that those skins are coming right it just means that this is what they were working on or or it means that they have looked into it it doesn't even mean that they like yeah made the model or anything right well i mean they probably made the model just to show as proof of concept but that doesn't mean it's going to get implemented into the game anytime soon. Right. I think the big su- uh, surprise is that Samus was one of them. Because we've seen Kratos for PlayStation and Master Chief for Xbox. It only makes sense that Nintendo gets one. And they were looking into it. They were looking into putting Samus in the game, which makes the most sense. Yeah. I mean, having a Nintendo representation is, is I, I think, a big thing that's missing in Fortnite. And uh, yeah. Samus makes the most sense out of all of them. But um uh it's possible that they're waiting for metroid to be released. it's possible they had this done a while ago because metroid was supposed to have been released yeah and uh and uh they're just holding off on it until metroid prime 4 is finally a thing um or Uh nintendo shut it down because it's it's a weird i can't imagine nintendo being like yeah you could put our character in your game on other platforms that's not a very nintendo thing Edward Bova in the chat said Nintendo does not allow cross platform play with their characters, such as in games like Rocket League, you can't use the Mario Luigi or Samus cars and cross platform play, and you can only do cross platform play on Switch with tablet and cell phones. I think you can cross platform play on Switch with console. Um, but yeah, you can't you can't use the Mario car and play against somebody on Xbox. I'm not saying that Fortnite was gonna be the exception, although they they might be um right. but it's just something that they were looking into the the possibility of putting samus in fortnite even if it's just against other switch players is is a high one true what this has to do with suing <laughs> apple over revenue share i don't know <laughs> it doesn't it just it, it it just seems like uh there is it just seems like a lot of like emails and stuff got leaked because of this court case yeah um, and somehow journalists got their hands on it. Yeah, but this is this is good news for uh, for Fortnite fans on Switch, or if yeah. you if you're a if you're a diehard fan, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> a Naruto fan, Naruto. Yeah. Also, not sure what this has to do with Epic suing Apple. Uh Walmart is apparently working on a cloud gaming service. And this was this was in the court documents. This was in the court documents. Walmart's unannounced cloud gaming service, codenamed Project Storm, has been detailed in new confidential emails. An exhibit in the Epic Games versus Apple trial reveals Walmart's efforts to pitch its cloud gaming service to Epic Games and get Fortnite on board. Oh, um weird. I played Walmart's demo on an Android phone with an Xbox controller. And the experience felt like playing on PlayStation 4 and superior to playing on iOS or Android. Epic Games co-founder Mark Rain um, said in an email thread from April 2019. Uh, Rain also excitedly shares a photo of a game clip with the rest of the Epic Games executive team, showing how Walmart was planning to sell this in stores to let a phone attach to a controller. They're they're going to sell a clip for a crazy low amount they were going to say something like 2 bucks <laughs> and then yeah there's there's a little slideshow uh slide on how they're going to build it how did this how did this happen in an exhibit this... in the epic games versus apple trial why yeah. why is this brought up maybe i don't it, know maybe it's to show like their rev share is better i don't know maybe uh yeah there's there there i i mean honestly it makes sense for walmart like uh yeah no you, it does makes like walmart's you know the biggest uh it's the, it's the biggest you know what do, you, what do you call it? Big box store, retail the, chain. Re, it's yeah. the biggest retail chain in America, and the only yeah. competition that they have is online storefronts. And a lot mm-hmm. of people are buying their games now through online storefronts. You can just download it right to your console. Yeah. Um, this is Walmart's way of being like, no, you can still buy it from us without leaving your house. Just yeah, it'll go right to your phone or wherever, and you can stream right from here. So this is this actually makes a lot of sense for Walmart to be working on something like this yeah and selling it I mean, selling a little clip for two dollars yeah. makes a lot of sense for Walmart. I mean they already own uh voodoo. it's an online streaming platform, so mm. it makes sense that they for movies that you know it makes sense that they would also try to do something similar with games mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh preliminary beta user experience concepts, and there's Fortnite right in the top left corner, yeah. Walmart is planning what it describes as an open ecosystem with the ability to stream from the cloud or download and play games locally oh so you can do both <clears throat> yeah because Walmart doesn't care they just just want you to be in their ecosystem yep the technology behind Walmart's cloud gaming service is liquid Sky, a service Walmart acquired Liquid Sky was previously powered by IBM's clouds bare metal servers and Nvidia GPUs and it appears to offer a powerful Windows PC for cloud gaming. Uh, Epic Games was one of the many publishers to which Walmart pitched. Reports originally surfaced about Walmart's plans in 2019, but the company has still not officially announced any cloud gaming service. Sources familiar with Walmart's plans tell The Verge that some publishers and developers had signed up to produce or host games on Walmart's service, but that the launch had been put on hold once the pandemic began, began last year. It's not clear if Walmart's cloud gaming service will still launch. We reached out to Walmart for comment on Project Storm, but the company did not respond in time for publication. Um. Uh. Yeah. Uh, I wonder what these companies feel, how, like how they feel about all of their internal members yeah. being being leaked it, during this court case like like <laughs> walmart has nothing to do with apple versus yeah. epic and and they, some they, of just, this stuff, they just got hurt by it they just got affected by it some of this stuff like the stony stuff is pretty damning yeah you know i it's not it's not a good look to to you know reveal that you're charging people you're charging publishers and developers for cross-platform play when mm-hmm. no one else is doing that right um, this, this also, this one's a wild card. Yeah, are we moving on? Or do you have some? Yeah, yeah, this one's, yeah, this, no, we're moving on because this one's a wild one. This, this one, hold on, <laughs> hold on to your bootstraps, boys. This, hold we're on, going going for, we're going for a ride here. <laughs> <laughs> Documents and details about the inner workings of the games industry are currently being revealed as part of the ongoing Epic Games vs. Apple trial. A highly confidential and heavily redacted Nintendo document has been doing the rounds as a result. Within that document is a section on antisocial forces, (coughs) spotted by Stephen Sotillo of Axios Gaming. The document notes that if a content provider is based in Japan, it cannot be an antisocial force or... You want, you want to take that word, Bob? Boryokudan. Boryokudan. T- Boryokudan, a Japanese term which means violence groups or organized <laughs> crime groups. Effectively, the document imposes a black and white ban of partners working with the Yakuza. <laughs> so, so, Nintendo has a document. That states that if you are based in Japan, you cannot, under any circumstances, work with the Yakuza for any reason. And you know what? I understand why they would need yeah. to put that in writing. Yes. We understand. <laughs> yes. Uh, like, to be fair, like most, if not all companies, not just Japan, but all over the world, have some sort of like clause or stipulation saying that you know not to be involved in illegal activity this is just very specific no it's because of the game yakuza (laughs) you think it's because of the game yakuza i'm almost certain it's because of the game yakuza uh didn't they have didn't they have didn't they like work with people from yakuza from the yakuza at some point to like uh, like as reference did they? I don't know. I don't I don't know. Uh, anyway, if the developer or publisher wishes to work with the Nintendo, they are also not allowed to give monetary benefits to an antisocial force. Use threats or <laughs> threat or violence in connection with transactions. Alright, now this is over the top. Or interfere yeah. with the business of Nintendo entities by spreading false rumors using fraud or force, the document reads. Now that has nothing to do with the game, Yakuza. <laughs> That's yeah. that's basically don't be uh don't be a criminal. Don't don't try to yeah. strong arm us. Of course According this doesn't to- bar Nintendo from working with game studios that are making games about organized crime groups in Japan such as Ryu ga Gotoku's Yakuza series. However, in the past, Yakuza series producer Daisuke Sato Has said that the Nintendo Switch is not the ideal platform to develop Yakuza games on. Was Yakuza Uh, on Switch? No, I don't think so. I don't think there's been a Yakuza game on Switch. Uh, there were two Yakuza games on Wii U. Oh, okay. That's it. That's it. Uh, Technology in the chat has uh has been saying like it's been japanese law to include these clauses in business contracts for nearly 20 years oh that may be the case that doesn't make it any less hysterical (laughs) that they have to specifically spell out that you can't work with the yakuza so, so it says give so they're not allowed to give monetary benefits to an antisocial force, use threat or yeah. violence in connection with transactions. So, I guess PlayStation's out or interfere yes. with the business of Nintendo entities by spreading false rumors using fraud or force. I guess Epic kind of did that with PlayStation. No, that was more like I don't know, it was public shaming. <laughs> Right, the same thing. We are going to cancel you if you don't allow cross-platform play to happen. It, w- it was like offhand embarrassment, right? Uh, <laughs> you didn't you didn't watch uh, the Last Dance, did you? Uh, the, no. It, what is it, that? It's the ESPN. It's the ESPN documentary on Michael Jordan's right. last year. Right. There's a there's a lot of there's a lot of that documentary where it's like. Somebody tries to get the better of Jordan in a game. And Jordan, when he talks about it, he's like, oh, you're going to dunk on me? Okay, fine. I'll show you how it is. And then Jordan goes on to score 100 points in the game by himself. <laughs> That's basically what Epic's <laughs> been doing. Oh, oh, so you're not going to cross-platform? Okay, fine. That's what we're going to do. It's and then it. just embarrass them in front of everybody. Big corporations are basically just uh, just mob bosses they're just yeah they're all just petty petty people yeah um and and I mean like Tim Sweeney he's just a Friend guy. Of the show. he's just a guy that got into i mean he's he he was a like an, what what was the first what was what games did he work on like early on he's uh, just like a he was just like one of the old nineties tech guys that just yeah. basically made a bunch of games and got an insane amount of money really quick and now he's just a guy who runs a big multi-billion dollar corporation <laughs> <laughs> i mean i mean i'd, I'd imagine unreal tournament yeah un- unreal unreal tournament um cliff Blazinski's first game jazz jackrabbit uh things like that he has ties to jazz jackrabbit yeah i, I did not know does. that Uh, oh his family got an apple II, and he began earnestly learning how to program on that wow it all comes (laughs) full circle yeah um yeah jazz jack graphic epic pinball um zzt the unreal series he's he's from the he's from the era of just a bunch of nerds yeah just like, like it software Apogee. Yeah. And getting a, the original electronic arts and getting a lot of money really fast. And now all of a sudden yeah. they find themselves instead of coding, they find themselves running a big multi-billion dollar corporation. And now, yeah. uh, he's just a guy who has to <laughs> strong arm all of these companies into playing ball. Uh, anyway, we're almost done here with, with yeah. all of the big hot news from this court case, which has only been happening for like two days, right? Yeah. Um Microsoft explored reducing its Xbox store cut to shake up console gaming. Well, they should have done that. Yeah. Uh confidential Microsoft documents reveal some big plans. Why how did Microsoft documents get involved here? Microsoft had been planning to cut its Xbox store cut to just twelve percent, which is I think what Epic Store is, according to Confidential Documents. Yeah uh filed in the Epic Games versus Apple case. The software maker details its store fees and changes in a document from January where it also lists the 12% cut to PC games it announced this week. While most of the important parts of the document are redacted, one page reveals Microsoft also went wanted to reduce its 30% store cut on the Xbox side uh console side. Um uh, wait. Did it actually reduce PC? It P- did for PC. Yeah, they, oh. they announced this week that they reduced it for PC. The big news in this story was that they all they were also talking about doing it with Xbox, the console as well. That's pretty. That's insane. I didn't know that they did that. Yeah. Uh, a table reveals all games will move to eighty-eight twelve. Uh, a cut of eighty-eight twelve in mm-hmm. uh. uh Fiscal year 21. What does that mean? CY 21? CY. Calendar year. Calendar year 21, which means Microsoft had been planning a significant cut to Xbox transactions from some point in the 2021 calendar year. While Microsoft has announced its PC cut, which is also listed in the same table, the company has stayed quiet about. Any Xbox plans, a change to 12% would be significant, particularly because Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo all currently take 30% on digital game sales. Um, so I think this is still possible. They said calendar year 21. So yeah. it could happen at any point this year. Microsoft uh has proven that that they really they have a lot of money and they make a lot of money in avenues that are not gaming related at all so they can have a lot of fun with the gaming side um so they're already pretty pro developer i mean they just bought like a thousand developers like last year so um Reducing the development cut would bring a lot more games onto Xbox's storefronts, and mm-hmm. uh, would be great for the developers. So, absolutely, they should do this. This is a, that would be a huge deal. Yeah. See, we like Microsoft here. Yeah. <laughs> they, they don't got the exclusives yet, but uh, they, they no, they're killing but it. They're working else. on it. Damn it, they're working on it. Um, yeah. So somebody in the uh, people in the chat were talking about because we we've been talking about how Apple takes a 30% cut of all microtransactions and whatever uh, and and whatever purchases you make on the on the iOS App Store. Uh but yeah, the console manufacturers take that same 30%. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so so this lawsuit with Apple is also uh potentially going to affect uh consoles as well. It's basically I think the mentality Epic has is if they can get Apple, the biggest company in the world, to change their rev share, then they can get anybody to change their rev share. Because once Apple does it, you know, everyone else is going to fall in line. Right. Um, And this shows that Microsoft was going to do it on their own accord. Microsoft was like, uh, yeah. Microsoft saw the problem with, with this uh, yeah. and, and also they already did it on pc yeah so what's the difference if they do it on 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 the xbox they're really it's really just 30 percent rev share on xbox because it's that's the way it is on other consoles it's it, it's yeah. not like they need it they could probably get away with not having it at all they're freaking microsoft no they would need some sort of rev share because that's how you know they make their money through you that's know the, the seventy thirty split. They make all. That's the whole point of this court case. Is like Apple makes a lot of money from, you know, that thirty percent from developers. And it seems like it seems like Epic wasn't making that much because yeah, they made a lot more on other console. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope they still do that. That would be great. That sounds like an E three yeah. announcement. Uh, last one, last bit of news here. That I feel is worth talking about. (laughs) Epic pushed Xbox Chief to open free multiplayer just ahead of Apple-Fortnite battle. What? Epic Epic pushed Microsoft to open its Xbox network for free multiplayer gaming just weeks before the Apple and Fortnite battle. In the weeks leading up to Epic's decision to circumvent Apple's 30% cut on the Fortnite in-app purchases, CEO Tim Sweeney sent an email to Xbox chief Phil Spencer teasing something big and asking whether Microsoft uh, could time a free multiplayer with Fortnite Season 14. Epic has certain plans for August that will provide an extraordinary opportunity to highlight the value proposition of consoles and PCs in contrast to mobile platforms and to onboard new console users, said Sweeney. While I can't share the details with any third party at this point, I give you Epic's assurance that our efforts will be positive and supportive to Microsoft, Xbox, and Windows. Sweeney also asked Spencer whether free Xbox live multiplayer was coming and whether Microsoft could time it to support Fortnite season 14. The season Epic games launched uh, its alternative payment method that got Fortnite kicked off the app store. Spencer replied that he will get there and he wants, he's, Spencer replied that we will get there and I want to partner with you and that pushing these policies was at the highest levels at Microsoft, but implied that Xbox Live wasn't ready to go free multiplayer just yet. Totally understood, said Sweeney in response. (laughs) I gather there's a lot going on at Microsoft nowadays. Anyway, we'll enjoy the upcoming fireworks show. Y'all enjoy the upcoming fireworks show. Yo, he's like he's fires. like hold on to your butts dude we're gonna he's basically, he basically like hey i'm sue we're gonna sue apple <laughs> we're not gonna tell you we're suing apple that's what's happening before we do that why, why don't you why don't you do this and you know i think if they knew that if if Bill spencer knew that was gonna happen he might have made multiplayer free sooner but Th- this explains why like whenever you hear like what's the day in the life of an average ceo like you yeah. always hear, like, oh, they're just in meetings all day, and you're like, that's boring. What are they doing? Talking to people yeah. all day that doesn't make any sense. Now you understand. Twim, Tim Tim Sweetie's yeah. over here trying to work deals with uh, with every single company in the gaming industry yeah. to try to fuck over Apple. <laughs> I should I should clarify that uh, this is in reference to you know because Fortnite's a free game, uh, but you still have to pay for Xbox Live in order to play it. Uh, and recently. Microsoft rescinded that policy. You can now play free-to-play games without Xbox Live Gold. Yeah. Um, so exactly. this is what Tim Sweeney was referring to. He wasn't referring to making multiplayer free across the board. He's just referring to free-to-play games. That was a big problem with Xbox for a long time, was yeah. that you You needed Xbox Live. I mean, Xbox Live was a great service, but yeah. you needed to pay a subscription fee in order to play uh, even free-to-play games online, and you didn't with PlayStation playstation you could just get a free playstation network account and play games uh play uh free to play multiplayer games online same thing with nintendo uh so it took a while for microsoft to 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 play a ball there um yeah microsoft looked great in terms of uh cross-platform stuff but you did need to still buy their their uh subscription service which might have been why they were so eager to get on board because it would it benefits them because they were losing the console war and because it would give them a lot more they were looking for signups they were looking for for subscription uh signups and that's a great way for microsoft to get those subscriptions um nintendo is fine with just people buying their console because they make they make a little bit of money from the console sales. um so, yeah, we're not saying Microsoft is uh, is, is all goody-two-shoes here either. Yeah. Um, but they're still looking better. Yeah. Uh, one thing I want to point out, it's not mentioned in this article, but in Phil Spencer's email, and in other articles have pointed this out, but in Phil Spencer's email, he says, um, I did want to let you know that I have your point on xCloud on other consoles. Haven't given up. Yes, yes. Which uh, I'm surprised. Which that implies doesn't... what you think it me that implies what you think it means is that Microsoft is exploring ways of getting X Cloud and Game Pass on non Xbox systems. I'm surprised that wasn't part of that wasn't one of the articles. Uh, yeah, it it was pretty much shown that Microsoft is trying to get xCloud Cloud on other, on other platforms. Uh, yeah, na- namely it's probably Nintendo. I'm sure. Yeah. PlayStation is not going to want to do this. Um, yeah, but Microsoft doesn't need PlayStation at all. They, they already have their own big expensive console. Um, yeah. What they need and is, they have, is a mobile they have platform. A, they have a game pass competitor. They have PlayStation now, which isn't as good, right. but they still have one and they have time to refine it and make it better. What Microsoft really needs is a good mobile, uh, a good mobile platform and they they i mean they have x cloud on on smartphones and there's all these little cool like doohickeys you can get to make a good gaming experience on a smartphone um but it's not gonna be like a switch the switch is like gonna be uh, a big game changer for for microsoft and also it's gonna be great for nintendo too I, i think a lot of people who didn't care about nintendo previously are gonna be stoked to see x cloud on on uh Nintendo platforms, especially when we start yeah. to see all these great games like Halo Infinite and stuff on XCloud. Mm-hmm. That means Halo Infinite will be playable on the Nintendo Switch if this is all, you know, yeah. And that'll works be out. insane. Yeah, that'll be crazy, and that'll have online uh, multiplayer and whatever. It's going to be a huge deal. Um, actually, you know what? Let's move this article up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, what did I do? A Halo Infinite to support cross-play and cross-progression. Well, all right. This is between Xbox and PC. Oh. Okay. Well, I'd imagine Game Pass is part of that. Well, yeah. Microsoft has announced that uh, Halo Infinite will support multiplayer, cross-play, and... Uh, cross-progression across PC on the Microsoft Store and Steam, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S. Announced on Xbox Wire, the move is being pitched by Microsoft as a way to build communities around games and not devices, and we'll see customization and game pro- game progress allow follow you across all platforms as well as let you play with anyone on available devices. Um, as previously confirmed, multiplayer and Halo Infinite will be free to play. Microsoft also revealed that the game will come with some popular PC features, including ultra-wide and super-ultra-wide Ooh. screen support, triple-key binds, advanced graphics options, and more. Uh, it's another move for Microsoft that shows its interest in getting Xbox games onto multiple devices, uh, with Phil Spencer recently going so far as to say that console tribalism is one of the worst things about the video game industry. 343 is clearly taking a cross-platform version of Halo Infinite seriously with an engineer recently explaining how the game is being optimized for multiple platforms. After a major delay, Halo Infinite is looking much better in recent shots and will release in fall 2021. Okay. So, I I mean, having cross play and cross progression I, I i to me that also means with xcloud if you want to play this through through game pass yeah. or, well, or or whatever remember, cloud it's, streaming it's going to debut in game pass cuz all first party games debut in game pass right so but, but, but i mean that, that what, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to have streaming exactly yeah i feel however i feel like this might cuz this is halo It's their biggest series It's their biggest franchise why not try to get people on board with your cloud uh, gaming service that you really want to sell. Why not put your biggest game on that day one? They're pulling out all the stops for Halo Infinite, even though it's been delayed. Uh, They're, yeah, they're, they're making it, uh, they're making the online free. Uh, Mm -hmm. They're, they're enabling cross play and cross progression that they're they're, they're they're giving it all of the features that they possibly can so I think of course they're gonna they're gonna put it on x cloud that doesn't yeah. make any sense not to um and then you'll be able to pick up your game where you left off on, on your actual console if you decided to play it on on a console. I think that's great this is all good news yeah uh how sick would it be to like be playing it on my Xbox and then i just decide oh wait i got to go let me fire it up on my freaking uh on my on my switch yeah there's a lot of rumors about whether or not this game will have a battle royale i think people want it but i'm pretty sure that they straight up said that they will, will never do that <laughs> cuz that, that's not a big it doesn't that'd be weird for halo to have a battle royale yeah. i mean after Gears of War introduced like the horde mode, mm-hmm. uh Halo Reach had a similar thing called Firefight. Mm-hmm. So they they you know, they're not above putting whatever the latest trend is in their game. They'll probably just have to put like a Halo spin on it. Right. Yeah, I don't, I, I I don't know how it'll work. Yeah. Um Anyway, uh, we got notifications that were from a long time ago. We were deep yes. in epic lawsuit hell. So, yes. Alicia B-side, thank you for the four months. Yeah, yeah, four months. Love you, Will, and you too, Bob. Thanks, dude. How you doing? And Luibic gifted a sub to Wolf Den Dad. <laughs> who was going off about merch or something before. Uh, merch and how Epic should be spending money on us. Yeah. I I Come agree on, with him. We friend of the show. <laughs> um, I want to take a moment to talk about two games that I played, two new games that I played recently. Will, okay, do it. I played Pokemon Snap. Uh, All right, I played a decent amount of it. Um, I. Uh... I, I think my concerns about it were were mostly true. I had a l li- mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun the first day that I played it. I was like, this is check right. I'm having a good time snapping all these pictures or whatever. It is very repetitive. So you have you have to replay levels multiple times. Um Right. And and it's on rails. So you you're stuck doing the whole if you want to take a picture of one if you want to redo one picture, you have to play the whole level again. Um ah. although there is a weird editing mode where you can like edit a photo and it make it allows you to basically retake the picture um, really? which was cool and i was like playing around with that uh so i, I was taking pictures and i was having a lot of fun and i was really happy with the results of some of them and then i posted them online and then i saw other people posting theirs and they were the exact same pictures because <laughs> the game is on rails and all the same stuff happens in front of everybody that plays the game so yeah uh game stupid i don't think it's stupid i don't like it uh that doesn't mean you don't have to like it maybe you'll like it i just i i played a little bit of it and i was like i don't need to play any more of this i uh, i feel like pokemon snap i feel like you had the pokemon snap experience because <laughs> once you get once you beat the game sorry once you finish the game once you like go back and you finally take the pictures that you actually want to take and get all the good ones. The replay value of that game just, just diminishes substantially. Yes. <laughs> like there really is no reason for you to ever go back and play it. Once you finish it, whatever your definition of finish a game is. Yes, yeah, So, um, this wasn't an issue back in the day because uh you couldn't post your pictures online <laughs> you yeah. could print out the stickers but not many people did that um so you didn't really see that everybody else was taking the same pictures because it really does feel like you're taking these pictures and you're getting the composition and everything you're editing them afterwards and making them look all nice and pretty yeah. um but for the most part everybody else is doing the exact same thing it's not like the photo mode in like The Last of Us, where you're like able to yeah. do whatever you want. There's like a lot of all crazy settings and stuff, which I think they should have done, but they didn't. The game is very pretty, though. I will yeah. say that. Uh, do, the, do you think the, this would have been better if it was more similar to like photo mode in like modern AAA games? A thousand percent, one thousand percent. I want more yeah. options because there's no when you take a picture, the only option is zoom in, or or not. Mm-hmm. and uh and that's it you can you can throw a, a friggin' apple at their face if you want and that's the only way you can interact with the pokemon as far as i've gotten um the game is more fun than i was expecting it to be mm-hmm. but it's still not you know it's 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 i'm, I'm a i'm a grown-ass man <laughs> for a kid it, i'm sure they would have a great time how similar would you say it is to the original it's the exact same game the exact same game so so like the the animations are better than i was expecting um the 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 graphics are a lot better than i was expecting um there's like actual voice acting it's it's still not like fully voice acted but there's like actual voice acting um there's a story with like characters and stuff so like it's pretty cool in all of that regard but uh the actual gameplay is just you're on rails and you're just literally just firing off pictures because you have to impress the 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 uh professor mirror you have to and you don't know what pictures are going to impress him there's like some like Mm -hmm. parameters um but it's not like like a good photo in real life doesn't equal a good photo to professor mirror you know right he doesn't care about the rule of thirds or the Fib- fibonacci ratio or anything <laughs> like that he just he's a computer so um so you end up just taking a million pictures and hoping you get a couple like like a hoping you'll just randomly end up with like a lot of star ratings on one yeah. um so yeah i the, the game's the game's better than i was expecting but still not great also i'm a grown-ass man and i'm not the target demographic (laughs) for the game and i fully understand that um had fun printing the pictures though Mm, pretty cool saw your saw your video on that um so i guess that means you know based on your video it looks like you can use any type of printer like photo printer like the canon ones i was mentioning last week Somebody... Those could work because you're just saving them to your phone no matter what. What is that one called? So Somebody commented and said the I think, philo... it's, called the... I think it's called the Selfie. Oh, I think it's called something else in Europe. Um, But that one looked cool. It looks smaller. And also, I don't think that one yeah. has borders. This has borders. I think the Canon one doesn't have a border around it. Yeah. But yes, as long as you get the photo on your phone, you can use any portable printer that you want. It just right. won't have... Uh, It'll just be a different aspect ratio, possibly, and it it yeah. won't, you won't have fun borders that you could put on it. But the borders are stupid anyway. Um, somebody else said uh, in the chat, but you got all these all this film for that printer. Yeah, I'm gonna use this printer for other stuff for like actual pictures. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool printer, like it's also, but it is expensive. It's it's a lot for yeah. for what it is. Yeah. Um, so the the Canon the Canon version is the selfie. Spelt spelt in a cool hip way for Gen Zers. Oh, P H Y. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see this one. There's also there's also the the Ivy, which is like their much smaller one. That's the one that you probably want. Yeah. I mean, self the selfies are more for like professional.
1: The, the Ivy that... is
0: more like the the InstaMax competitor. The one that somebody said was it in in inspic they got changed change that name man <laughs> <laughs> this one what is this one oh that's what it is yeah this this uh, oh this is the series and apparently they have actual cameras that have the printing capability yeah so in in america those are those are still ivy i think those are called ivy click ivy click oh there's a q why do they gotta do this to me do, do these cameras have yeah i think the camera has a printer in it. yeah yeah the camera has a printer built into now it. can you connect to the camera with your phone and print i a picture think, off your phone i think you can because that these these are only sixty dollars, and it's a freaking yeah. camera. Also, that's pretty cool. So if you can get an app to actually put it, like put your own pictures in here, then you can print your Pokemon Snap pictures from an actual camera. That's pretty sick. Um, Polaroid keeps disappointing though. I don't like the the one step. They are die sub. I think. What are we talking about? Oh, last witness. How you doing? Polaroid made one too. Seth, do you know if you can print uh, a picture <laughs> from your phone onto this thing? He's the Adorama guy. Ah. Um. What is your opinion on Game Explain? video that Nintendo should make the Labo camera working with Pokemon Snap. Uh, Yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah, no, they should absolutely let. I'm surprised they don't use Labo for more things because you can use the motorcycle controls on Labo for Mario Kart. I don't see. There's no real reason why they couldn't, why you can't so moving around in in pokemon snap kind of sucks so like it's not like a first person (laughs) shooter you move around really slow but if you move both sticks at the same time in one direction you move a little faster so that's weird uh i don't see why not just let me have the camera labo thing in vr and move my head around and and take pictures that way maybe because it might make you sick because you're moving but uh, i don't know right did you try motion controls on Snap? They suck. No, I didn't try that at all. Fuji uses actual film. It's a film recorder and you can do so much option-wise. Oh, that's true. This is actual film. Uh, the Canon one might be an actual printer. Yeah. Uh, oh, Dye Sub is just heat activated color. Oh, it's one of those situations. All right, anyway. Uh, oh, somebody said Oh, so somebody lied in my comments. Somebody said that it's like <laughs> so Polaroid is the dye sub, right? It's like the heat thing because I think somebody said if you like hold it like this, it like makes it uh it makes the image warmer cuz you're heating it. Um but this is film, so I don't think that happens here. All I know is you're not supposed to do this. Yeah, you're not <laughs> supposed to shake it like you're a Polaroid. You're not supposed picture. to shake them. Anyway, Uh, I played another game, Will. I played Returnal. So, explain to me, Returnal, explain to me two things. I I wish I could. (laughs) What is this game, and is it any good? Uh, Because I'm still not not 100% sure what this game is. I've seen it. Like I know I've seen it, but I'm still not exactly sure what's going on. And in terms of response, I don't see any positive response to this game. It's all either... Like it's fine, but or this game sucks. The gameplay loop is very good. The, the, the actual okay. gameplay is great. Um it's it's burdened by the fact that it is a permadeath um uh uh procedurally generated, what do you call it? Uh, uh why am I having a stroke? Roguelike roguelike. Uh it's burdened by that. And that you can the 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 So you can like kind of save apparently. I haven't even gotten to a point where you can save. You can kind mm-hmm. of save after you beat a boss, but the amount of time it takes to get to that point is is insane. So like you have to sit for like a you have to prepare yourself for a long play session if you want to get somewhere where you can turn the the PlayStation off. Um The fact that it's permadeath I shouldn't say that that burdens the gameplay. I don't care that it's permadeath. The permadeathness doesn't matter to me at all. I can't stress that enough. I don't care that it's permadeath. <laughs> I care that it takes so long for your progress to be recorded. Because I don't have five hours to sit. Like like, So last night I played the game and I was done playing the game. I, I I beat what I thought was a boss, but apparently it was just a mini boss. And I was like, all right. So I, uh-huh. so the chat was like, go back to the, go back to the ship. So it's like Metroid where like your ship crashes and you like your ship is like kind of like your home base. All right. So, so I, I, i beat what i thought was the boss and then the chat's like all right go to your ship and rest and 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 everything and i'm like okay so i go to the ship i rest i get my health back whatever and then i'm like all right so i could turn my system off now right and everyone's like no you can't you have to beat the main boss i was like i have to beat the main boss they're like yes and i was like how long will that how much longer until the main boss and they're like i don't know about another hour or two and i said okay how about i just do this and i turned the system off and i was like i'm never playing this fucking game again (laughs) that's it i spent like three hours yeah, and I didn't. I still wasn't. I still needed another hour or two in order to save the game. Fuck that. I'm not doing it. That it that's. It, I again. I don't care that it has permadeath. I I think that's fine. If you want to make the game ultra hard, that's totally fine. I care that you can't save the game or come back to it later. There's. You can totally make it so that I can uh, save my game turn the console off, turn it back on, load that save, and then delete the and then it automatically deletes it so you can only load that save one time, you know? That yeah. doesn't make the game any easier. That just is just considerate because everybody else who's playing the game is leaving their PlayStations on, like, this is the fucking 90s and we're playing, you know, like like a like freaking uh, game on our Super Nintendo or something. Yep so uh that's just that's that's just also i don't know if you saw this but people were leaving their consoles on and housemark pushed an update to returnal and everybody's Ooh. games updated while it was in rest mode and and restarted the game automatically oh um, so people left their consoles on overnight in order to save their progress the game's 15 hours long by the way <laughs> Okay. so everybody left their consoles on to save their progress Mark pushed an update and deleted all of their progress that is my biggest problem with the game is that there's no way to just put the game down right. i don't i don't care that it's permadeath i can't stress that enough i don't care because everybody's biggest argument is stop being a bitch just get good it's, it's a it's a roguelite. it doesn't matter no let me put now, the game down Yeah, this doesn't sound like a get good thing. This sounds like a a fundamental gameplay flaw. Yeah. Not even gameplay, game design. I mean, I don't know how other games like this work, but I imagine there's got to be an easier way to save your progress than just leaving it on and waiting for the next checkpoint or the next save area or whatnot games like Resident Evil 4 any of any of the Resident any of the Resident evils really uh Alien Isolation those have save points and you can only save at those points i, I thought it was like that situation it, where you needed an item in order to save that's what i thought right. it was and a game like Alien Isolation you could the alien could attack you while you're sa- trying to save your game mm-hmm. so it adds that level of tension but there are still save points All around the level, you can you know once you get it, you can go back to it and use it multiple times. You know you can save your game. It's just there's the danger that the alien could be there. Like that's still a better solution than what it sounds like Returnal is offering. Also, the game tells you nothing, and like there's these areas where you can like rest, and it'll give you your health back. Uh, And I went to one of them, and instead of being green, it was red. And I went to it, mm-hmm. and it took all of my health, and I had a percent left. <laughs> so I was like, "What the fuck?" And everyone in the chat's like, "That's because it was red, dude." And I was like, "How? Did, how was I know? I just I just slept in one of these. How was I going to know that? can didn't tell me that." Anyway, uh, so so uh, someone in the chat just said this. Uh, Luca Skewee says, "Even Hades, which is a roguelite, or rogue like I don't even know. Even Hades has saves for you to close the game mid run. So I guess you could just pick it up uh from where you left off and then uh yeah. and then it'll delete the save until you find a new save spot. Um so so the game's really fun and and the fact that it's hard is part of the gameplay. Like when I was fighting hard enemies, I was really stressed out because like I didn't want to die and that I think is a big part of the gameplay. But the fact that I, I was done playing. I was like, I'm done. I don't. I. I can't play this anymore. I need to go to bed or something. Um, yeah. Th- and the game's like, you. You can't. You need to keep playing me for another hour or two, or else you, or else that's it. And I was like, okay, that's it. I'm not being held hostage by a video game. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I again I like the fact that it's hard. It's good that it's hard. A lot of people are gonna love that it's hard. I don't like how it holds you hostage and you can't you have to sit there for a certain amount of time and you can't turn the console off. It's 2021. There's ways around this. There's technology available to let you save the stupid game. Um also other roguelites uh aren't as long. I mean some might be, but this one's already this one's a long game. Um and this game's $70. <laughs> I don't know I don't know of a roguelike game that is $70. I can't think of one. The closest thing I, I have to compare this to is uh Demon Souls or Dark Souls. Because there are like ways, there are shortcuts as you play the game, there are shortcuts where you can get further in the game quicker. Um, right. but not if you die game freaking restarts um yeah the the fact that the, i don't uh, again i can't i struggle to think of another roguelike game that is full retail price 60 or 70 dollars and, and a lot of people are mad that it runs at I mean, 1080p the game is beautiful the game's is gorgeous and, and it apparently it's yeah. it's, it's uh it's a uh, what do they call it uh it's 4k but it auto scales to 1080p when stuff's going on so it almost never runs at 4k it mostly runs at 1080p right but it looks gorgeous yeah i don't think there's anything wrong with it running at 1080p uh the thing is you could probably put the ps5 on sleep mode but if you want to play another game even on switch you can't play another game if one game is active what do you mean even on switch oh you mean even on the switch also has it's- that feature you yeah. shouldn't have to put this this the ps5 in rest mode in order to keep a, a run alive there is a functionality that we've had since 1986 called the save <laughs> <laughs> there's no reason for this to to exist yeah it's it's just deterring people from from wanting to to keep a run having to ter- leave the playstation on that's ridiculous just just let me save you yeah. and then delete the save when i op- when i open it again that's fine that's fine I-, I guess they don't want people to manipulate the save but uh too fucking bad it's it's fucking 2021 but give give me options explain this save to me no <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> all right i'm done ranting about returnal again it's a great okay. game i think the game the gameplay is actually sick it's it's like it's like demon souls if it was a bullet hell shooter um and it's third person it's really fun it sounds interesting but it's, but it's that's the, the fact that it's roguelike uh with, with no saves <laughs> or like r- impossible saves uh that that really uh, ruins it like, I, I would have played the whole freaking game if I was able to put the controller down and be able to pick it up today. But uh, no, Instead, I'm never going to play it again. Uh, Next article. Let's get... Let's just frigging... Stop, right. stop bar- digging a hole for me from all of the roguelike <laughs> fans. Uh, The PlayStation 5, despite supply issues, is outpacing the PlayStation 4 in terms of sales. Uh, The PlayStation 5 is nowhere, and yet the PlayStation 5 is everywhere. Sony has sold 7.8 million PlayStation 5s since the console's official launch last November, according to a company quarterly earnings call held this month. It's no secret that getting your hands on a PS5 is nearly impossible, in part thanks to the global semiconductor shortage that's affecting production of everything from cars to consoles. Industry analysts believe you might not uh, reasonably be able to pop into your local GameStop and buy a console until this summer or beyond. Don't shop at GameStop, I'm still missing two Ghostbusters. <laughs> but, but somehow, despite the extraordinarily difficult despite the extraordinary difficulty everyone's having finding one, the PlayStation 5 is is selling roughly on pace with the PS4. As VGC points out, the PS4, one of the buzziest, best-selling consoles of all time, sold 200,000 fewer units than the PS5 in its first six months of availability. In today's call, Sony CFO Hiroki Totoki said said that the company plans to outpace the PS4's second-year figures of 14.8 million consoles, but was clear that the company likely won't be able to produce more consoles than that despite um, stratospheric demand. Oh that's so, it. yeah um, so this happened with uh, the Nintendo switch. It was impossible to find it within the first year, but it was selling gangbusters. so meaning yeah it was you know people were getting it even if it was. but you know there wasn't a semiconductor shortage in the global pandemic back then. correct. So it's it's really boggling my mind that it's outpacing the PS4 so much. I mean, not that much, but like enough that it's, you know, keeping pace. Like, it's very close. What, what the fuck do I want to say? It's outpacing the PS4. That's understood. It's not by much, but it is. But the fact that it's even close to what the PS4 is doing, given the current state of the world, is shocking. It's, that's the shocking part to me i feel like most of it is hype beast culture will i feel like people just want a playstation <laughs> 5 because it's it's look i got the playstation 5 it's like a it's like a it's like buying a brick of gold it's fucking and I know, useless and, you know, I know. <laughs> and i know somebody who did that <laughs> what just to say i got it basically like he bought it and he's like now what do i do I sent him all your videos on what to do. I don't know if he's doing anything with it. So uh, some someone in the chat is someone in the chat called me out for my PS5 collecting dust. Uh listen! Oh knucker. Meanwhile Boss PS5 collects dust. Yeah, I I blew the dust off of the controller yesterday to play uh, returnal was it yesterday? Yeah. To play returnal. And uh then I played Returnal. So it will collect dust for a little longer. Here's another thing, Will. I was reminded yes. why, I, why I have problems with the PlayStation 5 I, I freaking put the disc in for Returnal it took an hour to copy the data off of the disc uh-huh. uh, it's 60 gigabytes you know that's kind of a lot um, Yeah. and then it didn't automatically update the game well, I had to select oh. to update the game and then it took another like half an hour to update the game and then, once it was done downloading the update, it had to copy all of the files, which was an additional timer that it added. So that happened to me with Mortal Kombat X. On what? On PS4. Mm-hmm. So this is this is nothing new. This is an the ever ongoing problem with PlayStation consoles. So so. so the Xbox also needs to copy games. So I'm, I, I'm yes. not saying this is a problem unique to PlayStation. However, the Xbox will automatically update the game at the same time. You put the disc, I put the disc in my Xbox and I walk away. I make lunch, I have a little coffee, and then I come back and I'm ready to play. On PlayStation I put the disc in, it goes oh you weren't here. I went to sleep. Yes. <laughs> Nothing happened. You gotta do it all over again. You weren't watching me. So, anyway, yay! I'm glad. I'm glad the PlayStation Five is selling a lot of consoles. <laughs> Good for Sony. That's great. This is this is a this is the shit on Sony uh, 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 podcast i will say returnal has great dual sense uh uh stuff i've heard that's the best part it's vibrating the whole time it's doing all these little sorts of things and it is actually awesome it like is great for immersion it's dumb that nintendo never utilized uh uh their uh hd rumble as much because they totally could have and they just completely dropped the ball on it um yeah it, it did, a, it, did a, it does a really good job with that so I like that about the PlayStation 5 yeah um, I also like that it has some exclusives but uh, you know I, I'm still gonna play my Xbox way more I have a better I have a better overall user experience with the Xbox <laughs> and really all I ever play is a friggin uh, Warzone anyway yeah um, I really have to pee so I'm gonna go do that good I'll read the next uh, article the next article, speaking of which, is about the Queen's Wii. Oh, good! And it's gold. Her gold Wii. <laughs> First, thank you, Travel, for gifting a sub to Seth. Last witness, uh, and SS Cribbis. Thank you for the prime subscription. Now this this news broke last Wednesday, so it was the day after uh, the podcast. I thought this was older than that. This is this is old news. So that's why it's at the end. A, a golden Wii made for Queen Elizabeth is now for sale. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole article. This, it was, I think it was $300,000. Oh, wait, is it off of eBay? Maybe it's done. Oh, buy it now. $300,000. Nobody wants it. Um 24-karat golden Nintendo Wii that was made for Queen Elizabeth II. So I looked into this a little bit. It is, it was made... As a promotional stunt for Big Family Games. A THQ THQ Wii Shovelware game. I guess they just made a golden Wii and shipped it to Queen Elizabeth as a promotional stunt with the game. This is how much money Wii Shovelware was able to make. Um... The Queen likely never received the console as outlined in this excellent episode of People Make Games, but it did eventually find its way into the hands of collector Donny Fillerup. That is, that's quite a name. One of the guys behind the website uh consolevariations.com which I wrote about back in 2019. Donnie, who is now moving on with life what and looking to buy a new place is putting parts of his collection up for sale and the headline item is of course this Notorious 24-yard gold Wii which is placed on eBay for $300,000. That's unfortunate that he's selling his, his collection. Consolevariations.com what? Oh, I've been here before. Does it come with the pillow? I don't... I mean, you know what? $300,000, it, it better come with a uh, friggin' the, the queen herself. All right. Now we're just looking at consolevariations.com. Okay. Oh, this one has a bunch of stickers on it. Cool. <laughs> um. Yes. Yeah, so um, did you know gaming actually just did an art, just did a video on rare console variations? Did you see this was created for uh, as a promotional stunt for uh, big family games for the week? Yes, that I knew. That's dumb. All right, next news, every <laughs> Activision studio working for Call of Duty. Yep, mhm. Uh so Yeah, uh the the biggest news about this is that Toys for Bob, the studio who developed uh Crash Bandicoot, Skylanders, and I and they did the Spyro trilogy, right? Um they're an Activision studio yeah. that yeah. uh is now uh they announced that they're working on uh they're working as support for Call of Duty Warzone which is yeah terrible news if you're if you're a fan of Crash uh Spyro or Skylanders however yeah. as a Warzone player <laughs> Warzone needs a lot of help so, uh, uh- Yeah, so uh, here's the breakdown. Toys for Bob is working on Warzone Season 3 content. Raven Software has been a support studio for Call of Duty since 2010. Activision Shanghai is working on Call of Duty Online. Demonware does server support for Call of Duty. Uh, High Noon Studios helps support Call of Duty. Binox has been working on Call of Duty since Black Ops 3. Infinity Ward, Treyarch, and Sledgehammer have been taking turns developing Call of Duty games the last decade so um I want to note that Raven Raven saw most of this is Warzone um Ravensoft is I think the main developer now of Warzone because they're the ones who are always tweeting about Warzone stuff yeah um so I, I went on the uh uh of duty warzone i went on the warzone wikipedia and uh so developers this is infinity ward raven software Treyarch, and then b Knox, and then there's a little like a it says additional work by high noon studio high moon studios sledgehammer games toys for bob which they just added and activision yeah. shanghai so that's one two three four five six seven eight studios For Call of Duty Warzone alone. I don't think Fortnite has that many. Nope. Because I don't think, you know, no game needs that many. (laughs) I think that the fact that there's that many studios working together is part of the reason why the game has so many problems. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a case of too many cooks in the kitchen. You know, you got all these developers all around the world trying to work on one... I mean, Ubisoft does this with their Assassin's Creed games, and that and that has led to a lot of problems with a lot of them. Mm. Uh, Metasession says, does Warzone get that much new content? No. Uh, they just released a really big update that actually added a lot of stuff. And it's like the first time they actually added a lot of stuff. Um, but otherwise, no. They really don't ever update the game that much uh they add yeah. new guns every once in a while and skins and stuff uh I, they need a lot of help with bug fixes because the game's pretty broken uh there's a lot of weird dumb stuff that the game like doesn't allow you to do it's 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 weird yeah. um a big update that bob hasn't streamed yet yo blame greg and jerry because they moved on to apex they gave up warzone <laughs> One of the biggest problems with Warzone right now is that um, when the game first started, it took a while to to kill somebody. The time to kill was pretty high because it's regular yeah. Call of Duty, but they add armor on top of it. Um, as the game moved on, they added new guns and, and now there's all the Cold War guns and stuff. Now the time to kill is really short because there's a lot of guns that are really powerful and they just never right. nerfed them. So now the it's like playing a whole other game. You can just down somebody in like in less than a second um anyway uh yeah so activision's just all all, all hands on deck for specifically Everything. i mean that, Specific. this article's I mean, talking call, about call duty of duty in general but specifically warzone yeah this article's spec- talking about call of duty in general but warzone is the culprit here warzone is, is a lot of the the problem yeah. i'd imagine warzone's making an insane amount of money um yeah but uh yeah, I, I I don't. I I understand, but also at the same time, like let's make let's let's make some new uh Well they just made Crash Bandicoot yeah. 4, so. Right. And their reward for making Crash Bandicoot 4 was to be absorbed into a call the Call <laughs> of Duty machine. This is but, what happens with at Activision. There are two scenarios for like a, a game development studio at Activision. Either you get absorbed into another Uh, studio most likely to do Call of Duty or in Vicarious Visions case to go uh, work on the Diablo 2 remake over at Blizzard or they shut you down. Yeah. No questions asked. This is the lesser of the two evils. At least people are still working. Yeah. A big problem with game studios is that uh especially if you're under a big publisher once you yeah. publish the game once the game's out and you finish doing the updates and whatever uh you're just y- you can get turned over you can get fired you can just get laid yeah. off because they don't need you anymore there's like a there's like a grace period in between games where uh, yeah. y- you're not y- you're not working on anything so uh in the case of toys for Bob or the case of Activision, they have all of these workers that aren't working on anything, or they could be working on a new game for, uh, for whatever franchises they were already working on. But, uh, Activision sees it more, uh, sees a better monetary value for getting them to work on whatever the cash cow is right now. Uh, it doesn't mean that in the future we won't get crash bandicoot or, or, uh, or Spyro or whatever. We do need a new Spyro game, but, uh, I think this is better than laying off a bunch of people from Toys for Bob while they then well, while they then gear up for the next Spyro or Crash game. Well, I don't understand cuz like Crash Bandicoot came back to you know good success. Like people were happy that Crash came back. As far as I know, the games did very well monetarily. Same thing with Spyro. Tony Hawk was like the <laughs> One of the biggest games. No, don't laugh. I'm fucking serious here. <laughs> Tony Hawk was like one of the biggest games of last year. It was critically acclaimed across the board. There was so much goodwill and hype around it. It must have sold very, very well because it's dumbasses like me. And the reward for these studios is to, you know, not immediately get to work on the next one. It's just to, you know, you got to make the Diablo 2 remake or the Call of Duty machine needs more hands. Like, that's ridiculous it, that's not a sustainable model it's again it's it's it it's the problem is that the alternative is probably firing half the people at the studio so I giving them all that. something to do i think is uh it sucks that it has to be call of duty uh but i mean I I I don't think this is going to be a long term thing. I think they're going to be working on season three stuff, and then maybe they'll be transitioned over. I hope it's not a long term thing because 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 I think they'll they'll start working on the next spiral or Crash Bandicoot or like some people there might be working on stuff like that. And then once they're able to pass it on to the rest of the studio, they'll be moved out from Call of Duty. Maybe they'll already publish season three of Warzone, and then they'll be moved back into their own environment, making the fun games. Hopefully, hopefully that's the scenario. Well, because, you know, Raven Raven Software has made games like Soldier of Fortune, Jedi Outcast, Jedi Academy, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. And since 2010, they've just been making Call of Duty stuff (laughs) Uh, of High Moon Studios made two excellent Transformers games and a very well received Deadpool game that they were able to make despite Activision Actively trying to sabotage it and they have to make Call of Duty for the rest of their life. <laughs> uh like what I'm saying is just be when they start making Call of Duty, that's it. That's what they're doing for the rest of their I don't you know, think Toys for Bob is only gonna be making Call of Duty. I think that they'll be moved on to something else eventually. I just think that they're they're a studio that's in a lull right now because they they did what they 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 just published some stuff um anyway hi beat em ups <laughs> how you doing well how is your podcast over there how is everybody doing for yeah. the beat em ups podcast that is at the same time as our podcast it's all wood's fault uh how are you all doing here uh thanks for coming i hope you had a good time over there and i hope you continue to have a good time over here we're allowed to say fuck here and we've said it a lot today yeah um Y'all sound mad? That's just... Welcome, dude. That's just... Yeah. <laughs> we've, been, we've been ornery since the start of this podcast. Yeah. Mostly because I was holding in pee. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, that didn't help too much. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to find a list of what Raven software made. Uh, small dog mob. Cheating is the biggest problem in Warzone. That is also true. They don't have any cheat software at all. There's zero way to detect if people are using an, uh, cheat software in Call of Duty Warzone. Uh, other than just being reported. And then if you get reported, there's no IP bans, so these people just make new accounts. I mean, this is a problem in, like, every online game, though. Uh, my father-in-law saw a news story on TV about how cheating in online games is rampant. Uh, it, I if mean, my she... father-in-law knows about this, then it's a big deal. <laughs> Cheating is a big deal in every online game, yes. However, <laughs> every online game has a team that actively fights against all of the cheat software that's happening. Well, not necessarily, because, like, what was it? Team Fortress 2 has a massive cheating problem. And that's a team-based game, and not, not even people on the same team can, like, work together to take out the cheater. What was the big what, punk buster? That was the big one back in the day when I used back to play Rainbow day, Six. Yeah. There was Punk Buster. Every yeah. every game had Punk Buster. And if you couldn't run Punk Buster, you couldn't play the game at all. Um That was just like a software that ran on your computer, I think, that detected if you had any sort of cheat software. Yeah. Um Yeah, I'm not saying every game has has good ways to detect cheats, but Call of Duty has zero way to detect yeah. uh cheat software at all. Um which is a big problem. Um, well, they uh Valorant does it, Fortnite does it. Like I don't understand why Call of Duty isn't actively trying to find a way because because there's a cheater in every freaking game. There's 150 people yeah. in a in a Call of Duty Warzone game, so there's going to be a cheater in every single game. Um. Anyway. Last news, PlayStation partners with Discord. Yay, a good, a positive PlayStation uh, story. Uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment announced that PlayStation has entered a new partnership with Discord, the popular communication service widely used by gamers and more than 140 million people per month globally, including us right now to do this podcast. Wow. Sony, Sony made a minority investment as part of Discord's Series H round and is now working on connecting Discord with PlayStation Network's social and gaming experience. This initiative, starting early next year, will bring both services closer together on console and mobile. Players will be will then be able to communicate and interact with each other more easily. From our very first conversation with co-founders Jason uh, Citron and Stan Vishnevsky. Nailed it. Nailed it. I was inspired by their lifelong love for gaming and our team's shared passion to help bring friends and communities together in new ways, says um, Sony president and CEO Jim Ryan. Uh, Empowering players to create communities and enjoy shared gaming experiences is at the heart of what we do, so we are beyond excited uh, to share this journey with one of the world's most popular communication services. Interestingly, last month, Sony was... uh, Sorry, last month, Microsoft was reportedly in talks to purchase Discord for outright for 10 billion dollars much more than what it paid for Zenimax and Bethesda however it does not look like that deal came to fruition i think that deal would have been more than just a gaming thing it would have, it's basically slack discord is basically just a better slack yeah and is microsoft don't slack do i don't think so all right Slack company. Because I just assumed they would try to use Discord to replace Skype. Microsoft ruined Skype. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but also, they could have used Discord as a big Skype competitor. I mean, I'm sorry, as yeah. a big uh, uh, Slack competitor. Um, Microsoft could have used Discord in a lot more ways than just gaming. Um. I use Discord every time I play a game online with people, mm. uh, which is kind of a pain in the ass because if they don't have a, a PC console setup, it's a pain in the ass to talk through Discord. Like, imagine if we wanted to play a game together, Will, how would you talk to me through Discord? Like, if you wanted to play a game on PS5 or 4 or whatever. uh, I'd probably have to, like, hook up my phone or my computer. And then you would have Discord. two sets of audio sources, right? Yeah, you'd have two sets of headphones, kind of. Yeah, Um, basically. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. So having Discord on a console would solve everything. Um, When I first saw this article, I was like, great, big deal. Microsoft already partnered with with Discord like two years ago, and all it did was give us, if I'm playing Warzone on my Xbox, it shows up on my Discord, tells everybody that I'm playing Warzone. It doesn't let me talk to people on my Xbox. However, this seems to... Say that you'll be able to talk to people uh, on your PlayStation Five through Discord, which is freaking huge. That's huge news. Also weird because we know PlayStation doesn't like to partner with people unless it's hugely beneficial to them. And uh, there's uh, PlayStation already has, I think, a great. I mean, it's not good quality the 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 audio, but they have a great party system on PlayStation. I mean, yeah, it works works well. Yeah, so I I don't I don't know. Can you hear everybody yelling and screaming? There is a party going on outside. There is a party going on outside. I don't know what's happening. Um so yeah, I it's it's a it's a weird move for Sony, but it's a great pro consumer thing for everybody else. I think this is gonna be a big deal yes. for everybody. It would be even better yes. if Nintendo got on board because they desperately need help with their chat yeah. services. Because their stuff is Garbo. Um, Sony cock-blocking Microsoft. No, this is good news. I think this means Microsoft will be on board. Unless maybe PlayStation made a deal with Discord. Like, you can't have Microsoft be a part of this. We want exclusivity. I mean, Microsoft does pay Sony a Blu-ray licensing fee to put Blu-ray drives into the Xbox. So they're not above paying whatever licensing fee to Sony in order to get something to make the Xbox the best system it can be. Yeah, yeah. I, that I'm just wondering if there's like a there's like a clause that's like we are the exclusive Discord partner. You know, I, I feel like if there was, that would have said so in the article in the news announcement. Uh it could be a timed thing. It could be something they don't want to publicly say. Yeah. I don't know. Cause after after I'm I'm now jaded by all of the epic game documents that we <laughs> that we learned about. Yeah. Um anyway, that's it. One of the things I didn't post because it's not related to anything we were talking about. One of the things leaked in the Epic vs. Apple uh court case was somebody at Apple high up at Apple suggested putting iMessage on Android and that was shot down because they don't want iMessage on low quality Android phones that parents <laughs> give to kids they want parents to get their kids iPhones that's, that's a weird way to put that why do we have yep. to bring kids in it at all I don't know, man. <laughs> that's weird. Oh, I guess like because it's cheap, you can instead of getting an iPhone to talk to your yeah, kids, you, just, you can just, yeah, because you know I don't want to get my kid an, an iPhone 12. I'll get them just the cheap Android phone to knock around with until they're old enough to buy their own phone. Well, that's the, that's their argument is that uh, they want you to spend the extra money instead of getting a cheap little thing. Yeah, that's that's a, just a weird way to put it, though. Um yeah i mean make it cost like 10 bucks <laughs> you know like that it would make them so much money yeah but i guess people will buy it there is no good text messaging app on android i'll be honest my one, though, fr- I, I, one of my friends who uses android uses whatsapp i'll be honest i would be out of the apple ecosystem if it wasn't for uh if, if they put iMessage on android i'm not buying the next iphone i'm buying a friggin' pixel <laughs> i'm not i'm not uh, so yeah. maybe they're maybe they're right to 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 keep us in their walled garden yeah um so much better here it's not the <laughs> notification system on android is so much better it's a light years better Cuz yeah, you know but- what? The notification stays there until you touch it. On iPhone, it just it just it just it just dissolves. The notification just dissolves sometimes. Okay. Counterpoint, the new update for iOS allows you to if you're wearing a mask, you know, Face ID can't scan your face, but if you own an Apple Watch, you can unlock it with your <laughs> Apple Watch. Know, you just wanted to bring up the Apple Watch. Of course I wanted to bring up the Apple Watch because it's great and you are a loser for not getting on board this train. You know how I feel about face ID and touch ID and all that stuff. You know you know my stance yes. on that, right? Yes, I know your stance I leave all that. my stuff open because the security for my phone is right here. If you touch my phone, I'll fucking break your nose. No one's touching Here's the this thing. thing. It's right in my pocket there. at all times. I never leave it anywhere honest to god the only reason why i have face id enabled is because i started using the apple wallet Mm. and you need touch any face id and previously touch id to use it and and, because apple wallet is very convenient very easy to use and if you having to use face id is the price i have to pay i'm willing to pay it because it's so convenient just tap it is really it. annoying not having Touch ID when uh, you try to log in somewhere with a saved password and it goes, you need Touch ID to do that. That's yeah. so annoying. I don't know why. Why do I need Touch ID? I, I, I want to live free. Let people try yeah. to try to steal my phone. Um. Anyway. How did we get here? <laughs> <laughs> That's all the news. We're late. Yes. Let's do... Everybody's favorite. Tweet
1: of the week! Tweet of the week! Tweet of the week! It's
0: Tweet of the Week time. This is from Wednesday, LA. I lost my job at Party City, and it's... (laughs) It's the painting of Saturn eating his son. But it's made out of balloons. (laughs) (laughs) I don't this was like a while ago too, April twenty ninth. I had this save uh, for that long. I thought this was very funny. <laughs> that is good. Anyway. Uh now we will talk to you people. As always, uh If you left a comment on last week's Wolf Den Podcast over on the YouTube channel, Wolf Den Podcast, this is the part of the show we will answer you. And of course, ladies and gentlemen watching us at home, please start leaving your questions and comments because we will get to them when we are done with everybody else. Uh, Last week's Wolf Den Live uh, on the YouTube, we have a comment from Melon who says, Come for the games and comics discussion. Stay for the pancake and waffle discourse. I ordered a Belgian waffle at IHOP once and never looked back. (laughs) <laughs> they basically are just crispy IHOP pancakes with the fix-ins, Excuse me? Are that you is telling true. me I can get a Sinistak waffle? I don't think you can. They're very stringent with their waffles at IHOP because they are the International House of Pancakes. That is true chaotic good if you're ordering waffles at the International House of Pancakes. I, I need a response from Melon. To let me know if they got fixins on this waffle and what they were. They do have very good plain waffles at IHOP. But that's the like problem. the regular waffles. That's the problem that we have. I'm gonna tell them to shut up in two seconds. I'm getting mad. <laughs> uh, that's the problem that we. That was the whole reason that that, that I have problem with waffles is that people don't put fixins on them. Yeah. Anyway. Gorgot. Uh, Gorgot says waffles are 3D printed pancakes. Wrong. <laughs> I disagree true. with this. Uh, no, they're, I, they're they're 3D pancakes. We're not printing these waffles. Nah, I guess not. <laughs> psycho delirious. Why are these old waffle comments? Psychodelirious. Will it waffle? With Will Wolf would be a fantastic channel. Let's make it a segment. Get that waffle iron in that room with you. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen my waffle iron? No. Is it? Is it? Disgusting. It's very big. Oh. Is it one of those like, it, like ones that you get at like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, 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 a breakfast buffet type thing that like rotates and everything? No, it's not one of those. It's literally just like a press, but it's gigantic. Are the waffles gigantic? No, the waffles are that. The waffles are like that big. So why it is it so four, big? It makes four of them. Uh. Uh. Keyhole says, "I'm just. I'm trying to justify the Pikachu printer and Pokemon Snap, but good God, that's so much money to tackle my, to tickle my nostalgia pickle." All right, Keyholes, you just. You went a little. You went a little overboard <laughs> there with the <laughs> end there. Um it is too much money. I'm telling you right now, it is too much money, and I don't think you could justify it. I'm letting you know right now. It's cool looking and it is tempting, but I don't I I can't I can't help you justify all of that. MX Woods three says, Bob and Will, when you're you're making your videos and reach free up storage space oh shoot when you're making your videos and reading from a script you made do you use a teleprompter i always find it crazy how you guys can just read from a script and make it seem so natural see there's some there's some movie magic going on a lot of movie magic uh that's what Uh, jump cuts are for yes that's (laughs) the way we we have our scripts printed like not printed out uh written on our iphone or my case i use an ipad and in between all those cuts we pick it up we read the line and then we say it again like yes. out loud you should uh, uh so uh, you should talk to e or ian about that because they they have been the ones now who are cutting all of my a roll so the a roll is just a long strip of me or will talking about you know it's just us reading from the script and and yeah. and they have to cut all of the sections of us Reading from our phones or screwing up the take and doing it over again. So um, yeah, Um, if it's if it's a if it's a part that we know is voiceover, then we'll just read it. Like we won't like read it and memorize it. We'll just read the damn thing. Um, Teleprompters are shockingly expensive. So so I know people who read from a teleprompter. uh, Yeah, no, I do too. Yeah. So there's there's I have two takes on a teleprompter. Uh, Well, first of all, it's expensive. There are some cheap options, um, but they're not that cheap. They're still like $300. Yeah, Um, Yeah, that's what I mean. But uh, two takes. One, uh, you have to be incredible at reading off of a teleprompter. Mm. Two, there's a lot of people who swear by teleprompters and they read off a teleprompter and they sound like they're reading off of a teleprompter. So that's what I'm against. I, I think that I am good at First of all, I'm writing the script, so it's already coming from my voice. Yeah. I think I'm good at reading it, putting it in my brain, and then saying it in my own words. Um, yeah. Reading off of a teleprompter, uh, I think everybody will be able to tell that I'm reading off a teleprompter. Unless I become good at it, but I don't think I can. Like, uh, like yeah. John Oliver, like he could read off of a teleprompter yeah. for a whole 30 minutes, and he'll be really good at it. I don't think yeah. I can do that. It, reading off a teleprompter, like that's a skill that you have to yeah. learn. It's not something you can just do, especially because, like, a lot of teleprompters will scroll the text up. And if you're not fast enough, you'll miss it. Yeah. So, so, so Linus Tech Tips reads off of a teleprompter in a lot of his yeah. videos, and you'll see him reach for his hip. While he's first of all, you can tell he's reading off a teleprompter. You can see his eyes scrolling and the way he's yeah. That's that's another thing. A lot of people reading off teleprompter, you can see their eyes move. Yeah, he's clearly reading off a teleprompter. Uh, but also every once in a while he'll reach for his hip, and he's doing that because he has a remote control for the teleprompter and he's scrolling to the next to the next line. Even though he's got a whole team of people, they could just do that for him. Maybe he stopped doing that. I don't know, but that he was doing that for a really long time. Um. So. We're pretty much against teleprompters here. We, uh, I think, if if you're doing your own script, just do it line by line, and you can do jump cuts. It's fine. I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm against like against teleprompters. Might might be the wrong word. It's it's not for us. I'm against it for me. Is say. is what was what I meant. I, I'm so, not against okay. it for other people. Yeah. I think other people. Some people are incredible at it.
1: Yeah. Um I and... think
0: if you like it and you and you and you enjoy using it and it helps you and you have the money for it cuz like we said even the cheap ones are kind of expensive then by all means for us and this is even cheaper you just write it down and then in between takes you read the next line. There's also people who don't write videos down who just who just yeah. go off the cuff and uh I don't like that because I will forget uh to say something. Uh, I will forget yeah. a, a point and I'll be pissed about it and I'll have to like go back and do it. Um yeah. MKBHD uh, I think does bullet points and he just goes off the cup but he's really yeah. good at it. Uh I, I like to write everything I like to put all my thoughts down on paper first and figure the whole video out and then and then talk about it, which takes a yeah. long time. Um yeah. And that's why I only do one video a week. I had a, another video in the pipeline to follow oh. up to my Justice League video. And I, it was another off-the-cuff video. And one of the reasons why it hasn't been posted yet is that I hated the way it came out <laughs> being unscripted. Uh... And by the time I was going to... Because it was it was just a little mini tour of the set, as it were. And by the time I was ready to you know, go back and shoot B-roll 4 to try and salvage it, I changed my basement. I added a display case.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: rather than do that again... I'm I'm scrapping it. I'm writing a script on the Kickstarter spawn figure, an actual script so that I can, you know, do it properly. Cause I want to do it fucking properly. And so hopefully I'll have the script done this week, start filming next week and, you know, be able to plan it out and make a good video rather than, you know, just a, sh- you know, shoddily put together thing. Right. So, we, we, we have a standard here at the Wolf Den. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, it would just be us talking in front of a green screen doing daily videos. Yeah. Um, which, is, again, there's nothing the wrong with that either. Doing daily videos is a whole different type of uh, type of work. Yeah. Everybody's putting a lot of work into their videos. It's just priorities. What is the work that yeah. they're putting in? Anyway, here's your, here's your freaking... You got a Breville Smart Waffle yeah. Pro? I, I did uh, not know they made waffle makers. My wife got this for me, I think, for Father's Day last year.
1: Listen, is this is a an LCD great... screen.
0: This is a great waffle iron. I love this thing. It makes excellent Holy waffle. Crap, dude. This is this is a this is a bad bitch. Let me tell you. That's as much <laughs> as their as their coffee grinder. Yeah. Uh. But th- yeah, this waffle iron. This is not for messing around. This is. This is a legit, like, thing. Like, if you're going to make... Wa- i I made waffles for, like, a year straight. This looks like it makes the diner-type waffles, the big, fluffy ones. That's what this looks like. It does. It does make good, big, fluffy ones. It also makes nice, crispy ones, depending on your setting. Uh, I've made hash browns in this by just pouring tater tots into it and <sighs> pressing down. <laughs> they come out really good. Why does it have an LCD screen, and can it play tenant? Um... I don't know if it can play tenant. It has an LCD screen because that's what uh, the settings. Mm-hmm. You can you can set the temp, the color temperature. You can set if it's a uh, color temperature. So with, whether you want light or dark waffles. So uh. spoiler alert: it has like Belgian setting, classic setting, chocolate waffle setting, buttermilk waffle setting, or custom setting. That's just the time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But again, the thing is huge. It's like 15 inches by uh, 12 inches by 5 inches, and it weighs a ton. <laughs> I, What's your mix of choice, Will? Um, from my, from the waffle iron book that I showed last week, it's uh buttermilk, flour, cornmeal, uh cornmeal. egg yolks, yeah. Oh wait, so you're making the the batter yourself? I'm making the whole thing from scratch. Oh dude, you're you're yeah you're into this, man. Yeah. I'm not gonna mess around with it. And it the recipe requires not not eggs. You have to separate the yolks from the egg whites mm-hmm. and you have to beat the egg whites to soft peaks. Do not do that by hand. Get yourself <laughs> a an electronic egg beater because you will be there all goddamn day. I would like to note that Breville, the company that makes this uh waffle iron, also makes my espresso machine. they so. also make my toaster oven and my uh electronic tea kettle that you got me uh, We're at Breville household here yeah breville household very oh, good very good nice. I didn't get, I didn't get their grinder because their grinder apparently sucks, but uh, uh I'm happy with my espresso machine anyway now we're in the now we're in the chat we got we're in chat. Yeah. we got uh travel gifting a sub to addy km and also to silent mongoose thank you travel he has given he's gifted like 400 subs in the past week and mecha dragon with 40 bits man respect man respect for bob for caring about the people he might influence with his ads unlike other podcasters that will do whatever ad falls in their lap. <laughs> Was the wine... I'm not reading this. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) He's trying trying to get me to throw another creator under the bus. There's nothing wrong with other creators doing an ad for alcohol. I just personally didn't want to do it myself. Um, I don't think it's a problem that other... uh, I don't think it's a problem that other people do it. They seem to not really care about that. Also, I was thinking about it and like somebody asked me, would you drink on stream? And I was like, Yeah, why not? I would drink on stream. I also don't get drunk, so like it's not a big right. deal to me. But that's kind of influencing people, right? I guess it's different than getting <laughs> getting paid thousands of dollars to shill in alcohol. Yeah. Cause if like you're just having a beer on stream, that's like not much different than like having it like any old drink but i guess it's different than being like buy this now and here's a coupon code that's an advertisement (laughs) yeah uh anyway anyway uh you have had a drink on stream i have yes i have has Bob not done Raycons? Everybody keeps saying that. Whenever an ad gets brought, whenever like me doing ads gets brought up, Raycon gets brought up. I turned Raycon down because I don't like wireless headphones. And also I think I tweeted something snarky about Raycons once. <laughs> so I was like, I can't do it because uh, of this. Yeah. Um, uh, now people are just asking us about Revel stuff. Eric Henley, do they make air fryers? I think uh, according according to their website, they don't make like your traditional air fryers, but they do make like combination toaster oven air fryers. Like they're basically toaster ovens with air fryer functionality. I went on a whole rant about air fryers on stream one time, and I think it was because we had just had dinner and you were talking about your air fryer. Mm-hmm. And mom was like, how is your air fryer? You said it will change your life. The the problem, the the only problem with owning an air fryer is that you become an air fryer bro, air fryer bro, immediately. Right, right. All you do is talk about how great your air fryer is, how you cook everything (laughs) in air fryers. (laughs) You only hang out with people who own air fryers, and you talk about how much you love your air fryer. And if your friend doesn't own an air fryer, you're no longer friends with them. I think Ian was all no. Ian was trying to get me to get. He was trying to get me to get a crock pot. I was like, why do I need a Crock-Pot? He was like, it'll change everything, dude. You got to get a Crock-Pot. Why do I got to get a Crock-Pot? I don't need a Crock-Pot. I don't need to have a Crock-Pot in my house. I have a Crock-Pot. I think I've used it once. <laughs> I understand the appeal. I I don't want to do it. I don't want to do that. I don't need it in my life. Yeah. I'm fine. I should. What I should have said back was, you need an espresso machine. You need to buy a $500 espresso machine and start making yeah. all of your espresso yourself. Don't go to the coffee shop. It'll change your life. It'll change your life. Not everybody needs that. When is the household appliance channel coming, Will? <laughs> you should just, you should just complete just left turn and upload a video. Of you making waffles? I sh- I think I'm making waffles this weekend, so I might have to film that. Can you do a Breville ad, Eric? Clip this out and send it to Breville and tell Please. them. Please tell them. Uh, Tell them we're big fans, and uh, yeah. we we have a big opportunity for, for them. <laughs> um, Will, did you like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, says Tiny Carrot. I did. I did. I thought it was very good. Thought is it But it, it ended nicely. <laughs> oh, it is over. How many episodes? Yeah. Only six. I need to watch it. I'm terrible. Yeah. yeah. It, you can you can do that in a weekend. It's really easy to watch. I don't have another video coming out till next Thursday. So I'm like on a little mini vacation. There Although you go. Not really. I got to do my taxes. I'm late on my taxes. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to be a problem. I get, I get the last dose of my vaccine on Friday. Then I'll be, then I'll be unstoppable. I'll be able to spit. There in you go. You between. go lick so many surfaces. Yes. Bob, do a video making coffee in his personal shower, right? Uh, I didn't. I, I made the coffee Coke. Will, what upcoming movie are you hyped for? It says Knucker. Uh, none, yeah. I no, there's like really nothing, <laughs> it really isn't. I mean, I'm trying to, I'm trying now. I'm just trying to think of what's coming to HBO Max because that's like the only movies I'm gonna see because they're, they're coming day and date. Oh, the Suicide Squad's coming out, that actually looks very good. Um, I'm not seeing Black Widow. I'm not paying the thirty dollars to see Black Widow on Disney Plus. I will wait for that to be free with my Disney Plus subscription. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I want to see it. I'm just not going to pay thirty bucks for it. Uh, Chris BX says rice cookers are also amazing. I kind of want a rice cooker, but uh, All right, time uh, I yes. have a rice cooker. I tried using it once. I haven't used it since because I'm I don't know how it works. <laughs> You just put a little water in it and it makes the rice. That's I it. did. It wouldn't cook. It took like two hours and it still wasn't done. I think you, you definitely put too much water in them. That's what it sounds like. It, I followed the instructions. So I kind of want one, but then I discovered, oh God, Trevor just gifted another million subs. I kind of want a rice cooker, but then I discovered that you can get rice that you just put in the microwave and it immediately makes white rice. So yeah. I just started doing I, that. And then I can make fried rice from there. I I I, I cut out the middle basically and I don't yeah. need a freaking appliance. I, I to my just house. I started buying minute rice and that's great. It's literally a cup of rice, a cup of water, uh yeah. you boil the water, you pour the rice in, let it sit for five minutes, then fluff. I have the minute rice except, except you put it in the microwave and you don't you don't touch it. It just you don't even you add, need to add water. In, you can put this in the microwave, I just think it turns out better on the stove. I didn't know I could put it on the stove. That's good to know. Yeah. Uh, Travel, thanks for gifting 10 subs. Trevor has now gifted... Uh, 370 subs to the channel. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I watched... Before he started this whole trend, I had mm-hmm. 400 subs. So he's almost doubled the amount of subs that we've had on the <laughs> show. Um... I have a New York uh, apartment. I don't know if you know this. I got no room for any of this shit. And I, most of it is already taken up by coffee machinery. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're out of here. Thank you for hanging out. Okay. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, the Wolf Den podcast is every single Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on twitch.tv slash Wolf Den. If you can't make the show for any reason at all, We always put it up as an archive version over on the YouTube channel, Wolf Den Podcast. So go over and subscribe to that so you can watch it on demand whenever you want. If you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us, you can do that as well because we're also an audio podcast on anchor.fm slash Podcast and your preferred podcast service of choice. No matter where you get your Wolf Den Podcast from though, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us because that helps us with placement on all those respective platforms. Guys, thanks for being here. I'll be on probably tomorrow night uh, because why not? I don't know what I'll be doing, <laughs> but I'll be hanging out. Uh, maybe tomorrow. You know what? Definitely Thursday. But maybe tomorrow night. I'm going to be on more this week because uh, I got nothing else better to do because uh, I'm trying to take it easy for a little bit until my next video. Uh, yeah. Also, if you didn't see my next video, I'm going to put it in the chat right here. Explanation Point video. My la- I'm sorry, my last video. Uh, talking about the Pokemon printer. Uh, I think it's a great video and you should go watch it and share it with everybody. Because uh it hasn't been doing very well. <laughs> but it's a good video. Uh thank you for being yes, here. Please please help that video because we don't want our mom to remind Bob that his videos are failing. She literally texted me today. <laughs> so so we had a little family FaceTime yesterday and yeah. what did she say? What did it's she like- say to me? Bobby, your video's not doing so good. Yeah, I was like, thanks. she's like, maybe you shouldn't talk about keyboard controllers. I was like, well, I know now, Mom, because the video didn't do good. I didn't know that beforehand. (laughs) Anyway, she texted me today and said something about the video. I don't know. Uh, My mom is a real-life YouTube commenter. She really is. Anyway, everybody go watch Lee. He is streaming Smash Brothers in an open arena with aj uh and aj is also streaming um but i decided to stream uh to raid lee because that'll he will not be expecting it uh also travel thanks again for gifting more subs i gotta go before he, st- he keeps gifted subs uh go say hi to lee and also aj uh goodbye bye